0: are you doing
1: <laughs> what the frick is happening <laughs> everybody i almost swore for the introduction that would have been well actually hey it, it wouldn't a,
0: it wouldn't matter though if it would get demonetized cuz josh doesn't give us here money, we go anyway. again josh stealing ad money again isn't he yeah he's invested
2: in uh in a bank in panama panama that's not true that's not true. Our the, bank. Bank is, the bank is not He's located fleeing in Panama.
3: He's to the bank! He's <laughs> fleeing to the
2: bank, yeah.
1: Welcome to Platt Shadow of Watch, episode 65, presented by T-Mobile. Johnny's drinking milk out of a mason jar again. <laughs> uh,
4: I have like four drinks. How many drinks do you guys have at your table right now? I got four. One, one two, three, four. They only need one. I I, I have There's all money. the drinks at my table by my side at all oh my times. God, look at that. Three. That's weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fist, uh, double fisting milk and uh, Johnny's yeah uh, unknown dr- uh, redacted drinks. You've definitely right joined
1: now. the middle class now that you've got access to ice. It- That's how you know you're middle class <laughs> is when you've got ice yeah. in your drinks, I think.
4: Yeah, jo- Johnny <laughs> yeah. tries it. To- even, it's even good middle class because it's the fridge ice, you know, like yeah. the ice comes out of the fridge at the front. Oh, some bougie well, the quality shit. of life on this one. i really awesome some bougie shit. shit. I never had yeah. one
2: of those. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't see how that would be necessary for any human being. I, uh, well, I, it's
4: lovely. It's, what are
0: you, it's what, very what you convenient. Mean? It's automatic yeah.
4: ice. Yeah, it's I, very I convenient. Don't. Water
0: It's in the fridge. Isn't it already cold enough? Exactly. Why would you need ice in a drink? Wait, why do you have ice in the
4: fridge? Water in the fridge. Why Wait, do you have water, water in the fridge? Water is ice in, in the fridge? freezer.
0: Why the hell would you put ice in the...
4: In the, well, for example, okay, up. so the reason is actually that because when you took like put the glass in the thing and like it drains water, what is the thing? So I know pretty...
0: what you're talking about. So
4: you can put the glass in, right? And it comes ice out of the fridge or the freezer, to be correct, right? But you can yeah, also okay. press different settings. You can get ice, you can get crushed ice, you can get water. Like there's many options <laughs> that you can put the glass in and it like gives you what you want. If you press the water button, so it gives you water, it drips so slowly and it like takes forever. It takes like 30 seconds, a minute, to like, almost fill like a jar like this, right? So what you do is you press the ice setting and you take the ice, because there's more water volume per second. And Bro, so it's do you more think, faster do you think it's must, to actually get the ice. Drinking, like... Yes, I do that. I <laughs> do this in my record regular life with everything drink so instead like a... i fill it with ice first and then with water and then the water level rises that's throughout wrong. the day as i'm drinking it and i get my water faster in the morning oh
3: that's unreal that's pretty smart who, who knew you
0: there know was so much to it <laughs> honestly when i when i first started uh, to know you guys i thought for sure bren was going to be the weirdest out of the three of you but i'm not convinced anymore i think bren may be the most normal
1: <laughs> you think i'm the most the more, normal What's wrong of you
0: yeah, the more i learn about josh and uh johnny they have these like weird like tendencies and they're the scary thing you know josh has like a whole cleaning routine when he gets out of the shower like he has this three-step process that he does and <laughs> he like a, shakes a, around that's for drying
2: that's for drying, drying myself not, yeah, for, yeah, not for cleaning myself by the way by the way Wait, man, I, 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 hate just, I hate to just fling yeah, shit around matt but I also know from talking to Chelsea that you, you take luxurious baths rather than showers. Yeah, bro. And you use like half a pot of shower gel every time you're in the
3: bath. Yeah. So is, I am not surprised at all. But exactly, so... fling, fling shit about people's showering routine. I'm routines? clean, bro. I'm just, just... getting clean. Bro, My so here, just shaking, so cool. shaking around. Chelsea, Chelsea, says she, Chelsea says she has to limit the amount of shower gel that Matt uses on a day-to-day basis. How much yeah, shower I'm gel? It you put I'm shower gel. gel clean, bro, in the bath.
2: Huh? I'm not in the bath? I put it on myself on in the bath. I'm saying shower gel. I don't know what it is. You know, like the cleaning product. Soap? Soap? Yeah. Are you
1: kidding? Me? What
2: the fuck? Where? What, who are you people? I, yeah. I, don't oh, come yeah. at me for my drying routine. You Play silly <laughs> games, you get silly answers. Okay. <laughs> yo, there's nothing wrong with taking
4: baths. Wait, <laughs> if yo, sort of you have is. to like, you
2: know, like the video and put a comment
0: if you take a bath
1: in the in
4: the. Oh no! The so if you wake up weird, thing here work? is I can't come up with anything for Brent. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no, doesn't, Bren doesn't does do Bren anything watch. weird. All right, so I might have to wait. It doesn't get watched. Going up on OBS, I can't <laughs> see you guys anymore. The monitors turned That's off. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. that's, that's so good. But I can yeah. still hear you for some reason, so I'm going to roll with it. I'll tell you what, I have had a stressful two weeks. Why? <laughs> what? Why? Because uh, I don't know. I've just had a. Sh- it, it's like the pandemic has built up, you know? I feel, I feel like um, a, a, a water bottle underneath a Brita filter that's just been left on, you know? And the stress has been with ice or water. Say again? with ice or water just water yeah just the water oh, right okay I feel move like on. it's Close just been triangle. rising up move on uh and uh it reached its peak as i was just overflowing i had to empty it all out you know i had to empty out the water bowl
4: how did you oh how did you how did you empty the stress print?
1: uh it just kind of went away as my the things <laughs> i was worried about just gradually got less and less <laughs>
4: uh, like you I died of some sort as you what
2: were actually
1: doing. productive and well, did things your stress disappeared not being productive is stuff out of your control that you're waiting for ah. so when mm-hmm. i was like right, right. waiting for just before i was flying out to texas i was fucking mega anxious about that about finding a house and everything else because i always just get anxious right of year um it's just christmas you know christmas just puts me on edge something about it um, the grinch yeah it's, yeah it's actually just an unsettling holiday you know, the yeah. unsettling holiday. Anyway, people are too happy. What I will say is though, that we we came back, stress still going up pretty high. But Jack was uh, Jack was met me. Whatever he he said. Yeah, Bren. There was somebody screaming at the door, knocking for you, which just set me off again in my fucking crow brain the crow part of my brain just wanted to fly away <laughs> what have he, done? because he was because what what it's not it's not normal for somebody to be knocking at the door shouting at you um this is so hard doing a podcast by the way when you can't i can't see any of you why? Because, I don't know. I'm just like I'm talking into the void. I, I see no huh. visual reaction. I see. Oh, we just I,
0: have our normal faces on. We haven't reacted <laughs> to anything. I, yet. Well, I
1: can't. I can't see. I
0: it.
3: can unplug and replug the TV, and it'll screw uh, up the overlay for a sec. Uh, I'm gonna... can... t-
1: tell me. Tell me more about the mystery man that was yeah, knocking t- at you. Well, oh, the, oh, the yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was a, it was a woman. Firstly, Josh. Okay, you bigot. Sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, and secondly, she was she was delivering something like this package. And Jack was like, yeah, she was screaming at the door. And I was like, wait, what? Anyway, I get this package and I look at it. And it's, un- it's, it's, just, a, it's just a small package. I was like, I can't remember ordering. anything. what is this? You know, pretty stressful, you know, just, just kind of like on edge a little bit. I open it up. And lo and bloody behold, look at this. iPhone 12 Max Pro sent to me Yo. straight from yours. From T-Mobile right behind me, right here me yeah. an iphone 12 max pro unbelievable i'm pretty sure you guys are going to be getting yours now or oh, you should have already got yours johnny i think you've already I got, got mine, yours, yeah. right? yeah yeah we're intensely got, smiling I, right I, now brent I, I, haven't smiling. I haven't gotten mine yet yep you're intensely <laughs> smiling <laughs> yep. yeah with so teeth. This, this is uh yeah <laughs> lovely little gift from t-mobile and that's why we're 5g coverage in all 50 states t-mobile has america's largest 5g network didn't see that coming did you slipped right in there just seamless transition like an oxbow lake cutting across Seamless from, from T-Mobile to more T-Mobile. That yeah, was a seamless because, transition. Wait, but yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Leave a comment if you didn't suspect it. Even better, <laughs> no other five G signal goes farther to bring you closer to the Overwatch League and keep you connected to the game. So rank up and take your wireless game to the next level with T-Mobile. And visit T-Mobile.com today. Wow, I wow. love
0: how uh, I loved I loved the like you were like, guess what? Yeah. This is because T Mobile has the largest network. Like well, your no, I'm new just... cell phone well, allows yeah, them not... to have the largest network. Where, I'm not saying that I mean you you're would... just another cell phone in T Mobile's giga large web of just 5G devices. Sure, I'm not
1: saying that if you join T Mobile, you're gonna get an iPhone 12 Max Pro, unless you want one, in which case you just you get a line with them. But that costs more. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I mean it's just a, it was a pleasant surprise from T Mobile and uh, it made it made my day. Uh, and it, it really did. It brought you no, I think would make people
0: stay? If you give them your T Mobile number. <laughs> we should have a. Oh my God. Why don't we have so a Brent like, guest team. line? Yeah. yeah. a brand voice you? line. <laughs> I love uh, that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a special T Mobile phone that fans can call to talk to Bren. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, it stays for uh,
4: Bren. Bren. Oh, I'm going to do
0: that. No, no, no. We won't be doing medical advice. Bren will not be giving medical advice. Uh, he will, Can we
4: restart he will the strictly TV? tell
0: you you're great and have fun and that'll be it. Yeah,
3: yeah I'm going to restart the TV. One second. Because I can't I think... see
0: if... any
2: fan. If Bren was giving medical advice, we wouldn't have any fans anymore. <laughs> they would have all passed. <laughs> we would have tons of fans.
1: <laughs> Why? Yeah, starting late. I mean, we are—we're literally live right now, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> Just a TV. have a bro. headache. What should I do? You gonna come through, Jake. You gonna come coming through.
4: I am staying right here. Don't worry, do I'm off? still here, bro. Yo,
1: what's up, Jake? There you go.
0: Twitch primes, bro. Don't, okay, don't do if, if ice out of the <laughs> fridge is middle class, what is Jake's bubble vest? That's <laughs> Jake's be bubble like, vest. Jake looks uh, like, yeah, a, it's be a, like a New country like York
1: country club Country club. <laughs> It is a lovely present. Look at that. Oh. Oh, what kind of bubble vest was that? It's a little Patagonia.
2: He, he, he looks oh, like yeah. his father owns the golf course and he just helps yeah, people yeah. out on his <laughs> afternoons.
0: Yeah, he's not there to golf. He's just there to just, you know, watch everything work. and
3: Yeah, money. working.
1: Dude, this... I don't know what's going on. Oh. Taking money. Maybe the cable. <laughs> He
0: does not got there, just at the really private uh, resorts, you know. I've become a beautiful sunset. Yeah. I enjoy being a sunset. Do you think I look better as me or the
2: sunset? ...the show without mentioning over a single time. ...where...
0: (laughs) where people still carry on watching. Well, I mean, this is kind of what you would do, right? Like, if the broadcast is going haywire, it's like, well, let me save my Overwatch stuff for when the broadcast works. You would just kind of devolve into chaos until that happens. I mean, hey, um... we didn't even
1: know it wasn't working. We'd started with chaos. Hello. Hey, yeah, we're, we're, back. we're back now. Should we just include this in the middle?
2: Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Some, great, some great banter about Jake in the middle of that. We'll just we put might a time not even have like... uh,
3: audio during it. I don't even know.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the hell. Should we just restart on. it then? Nah. <laughs> no, 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 nah. no. No, 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 no. put a timestamp in the description yeah, and say worry. if you're actually interested in Overwatch just put this a time timestamp, timestamp that says Overwatch. Let's,
1: yeah. let, let's get this People show inspired, started. Shall we? Disbelief.
0: You know, we we talk so infrequently now that I you feel understand? like this is you our time show Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it, Brent. Okay, let's start with the first topic if that's okay, Lord of Mayhem
1: picking up OG slime and checkmate, and we actually got to see a bit yeah. of their roster play as well in the Valiant uh, Winter Ball. So this is a yeah. roster that seems they, they've got a bright future. The potential doesn't seem to be met just yet in terms of their performance in the actual matches. But uh, I'm a big fan of a lot of these pickups, honestly.
0: I, I, how much stock do you put in
2: the matches that they played? I mean, uh... I think a reasonable. The teams seem to be taking it quite seriously yeah I mean it's not going be it's not going to be that indicative of like actual season performance for next year because right. there's so much time it's going to be a different meta et cetera, et cetera but you can tell which like if a rookie plays in some show match in the off season and they're just pounding against owl players, you know they're legit right yeah like, that is that's the big thing that I tend to take away from it is just how do they look like huh. do the styles match up do the players look like they're actually hidden shots do they look good?
0: We threw out a lot of different places for uh, OG, I guess, kind of throughout free agency and Florida was never really one of them up until like the end here where, you know, fate obviously goes to Shanghai. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really like this landing spot for OG. I feel Mm -hmm. like it puts him in a position where he can succeed. Like he's not like the star player of the team. Like he's just the, the main tank that has to be a good main tank, right? Where I think where he's gone thus far, he's been asked to do a lot more than just be like the main tank. You know, like he went to Dallas. Obviously, he was like the face of their brand for a bit. Uh, I think you can say uh, he goes in a big trade over to the Gladiators. There's really big, like, lofty expectations for him to play well because they obviously trade decay for him. Uh, where I think here he can come in and just thing and has the right players around him. And uh, coach who's a, an ex Overwatch League main tank uh, to kind of
4: guide him through a lot of these things. So I actually yeah. really like mm-hmm. this landing spot for OG. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the time when we consider like teams for OG, we always thought of like the dream scenario star lineup with all the big, you know, supporters and Seoul Dynasty, you know, Korea, Epic, Apex, New York Excelsior, Jonak, you know, but Florida Mayhem is a team that is still. God bless them. They're still, like, up and coming, right? Because they had an incredible 2020 season where they greatly surpassed what they accomplished in 2018 and 2019. So they're still, like, a bit on the rise. And I feel like this is the perfect spot for OG as well. Actually, like, when me and Josh recorded that episode with Albert uh, this past week, you can see it here on the PlatChat Chat YouTube channel, I came around to the idea of OG on this lineup because as you mentioned with Gladiators like huge expectation on this guy and he didn't really live up to it for various reasons like it was not only on him it was on the team as well like it just wasn't a good fit on the Gladiators in my opinion right he's a fantastic potential main tank player but like it wasn't a good fit and I think as you mentioned Matt I think this is the perfect place because now he's on a team that hasn't built that star superstar kind of hype level yet they don't have like the most elitist supporters either. They kind of just the good vibes in Florida Mayhem with a great coach, as you said. And I think this is a great place for him to grow. So I agree with you. Yeah, I'm it's, willing to give the
1: Florida Mayhem a bit of a pass as well with the outcome of the Valiant Winter Ball. Because they did have the worst showings out of all of the four teams that played in it. Um, they kind of got swept in both their games in terms of the scoreline. The actual games were a little bit closer than that. But yeah, in, in, in general, I think... The, the only thing, like you said earlier, Josh, the only thing that you can really take away from the Valiant Winter Ball... Did you say this on the podcast or was this off the podcast? I can't remember.
2: I just said that now. Are you sure?
1: <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I Like, like just two minutes it. ago. Yeah. I think you're lying. Um, but yeah, like, like you said earlier <laughs> off the podcast, um, the only, like, it's, it's, it's indicative, I think, of just like, the individual performance from certain players. That's the one thing you can really judge... <laughs> I was go definitely
0: sh- on the podcast. Yeah, rewind
1: before, like right
0: at but when I started to talk, right don't before <laughs> that, <laughs> that. That's yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah. Don't mind that. I will,
1: but i to give on. them a pass in terms of their overall performance, just on the basis that we're so far off from 2021, really. Yeah, so. of course. Right. In terms of when the league checkmate the league looked year.
2: good as well. Like checkmate yeah. actually looked pretty decent on the Echo. I, I thought there was some potential there. I don't think they're going to be a star player when you have Yaki on the roster and BQB but it certainly seems doable if you need to run some kind of double... uh, They don't need another star DPS player, though, or whatnot. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think they need it. Uh, I think, you know, there are a couple of issues potentially with Florida Mayhem about, like, only having seven players on their roster and that kind of stuff, but I think most of that gets overblown at the end of the day. Like, if you've got a good starting roster and you have some ways of subbing in an extra DPS to cover everything, you're pretty good, honestly. My biggest issue, again, comes back just to OG. And as much as Albert is confident in him, I am not. Um, oh. I think that there's a good chance mm-hmm. it works out, and I think that Florida's the best place for him. But am I, like, absolutely confident that he's going to work out? No, because he hasn't worked out on any of his other teams. It would, it would, I think, be um, a, a decent bet, but it still seems like a bit of a risk to me um, to to I, take a but punt. Who did they have as an option that would have been a safe bet at this point, though? Like... I, I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, I, I'm not really. But sure. I the, think
1: the 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 alternative is taking a risk on a contender's. Player. It's like whether you believe <sighs> the OG has but some of the potential. top contenders
0: players are like your top contenders talent at main tank were already taken at this point. Well, I mean, there's... but also,
2: I mean, there's there's people like like Stan one. The there's the potential maybe to have not given up fate. There might have been other people on the market as well that we're unaware of. It's it's hard to really say who the other options were but i think og is definitely it's it is still a risk like the it guy has not has not yeah. been able to um show his potential on any of his former teams and and mostly that's because of the teams but for me 2020 on the gladiators was og's year to really prove himself and that didn't happen um there were multiple problems with that roster but I think one of the big issues was just his coordination with space in the in the front line. I don't really know whether that was OG or whether that was other people. But Florida is not just the best spot for OG; it's the last chance for OG.
4: what I agree with it's, I would say that's a It's big year.
2: Like the, if this doesn't work, there is no better team that could. I mean, unless he goes to like the shock and they just treat him as a pet project to work on there's no realistic option that is going to be better for og if he if this year
4: doesn't work out then i don't think it i don't think there's a future in the league so i'm a bit curious here do you think that he has the potential at all do you think he's hyped i'm just asking if you could like dive deeper into this because i think this statement is quite abrasive from many fans standpoint because the general opinion seems to be that OG has the potential he has these pop-off moments specifically on Winston where like he makes big plays and really wins for his team sometimes then he has moments on Orisa like I agree with you where he played Orisa with Space and like it just didn't look good at all like he was on one place on the point and Space was on the other his shield timing wasn't on a point at all so I would say that OG obviously as many others he has potential hasn't fulfilled it specifically in the team chemistry department what yeah. what about that? Do you not like? Like, where does the that kind of argument like fall apart for you going into the season? I, I don't
2: think it, I don't think it falls apart. But for a guy that okay, I agree has ridiculous potential. The guy's mechanical skill is unbelievably good. It's up there with the the absolute best in the world. It's the 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 thing is though, main tank is not really the position where. Your mechanics are gonna carry you when it comes to an overall level. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> like that isn't that is like what thirty percent of the game max yeah. when it comes to main tank. Otherwise, and... I
4: would have been way more successful as a player. But so, <laughs> yes, of course, yeah, you of course would have been
2: would. out of a job even faster
0: as a player. <laughs> <right>?
2: <laughs> but Do you want but a, to a me, one right now. <laughs> no? Okay, go on. Like the the th- the reason I'm saying that it's a, a risk is because. A lot of the other talents that have just leapt straight out of contenders have looked really solid within the system. Like, they're always in the right place at the right time. Decision-making is super good. They gel with their team really nicely. They are not just... Some of them, like, for example, Rio for the Guangzhou Charge. W- when does Rio have a big pop-off moment? He's almost like the opposite of, yeah. of uh, OG in that kind of sense. But uh, if you're asking me who I would want on a team, i take Rio every day of the week because the guy is just absolutely stable and is going to give you <laughs> to mega like consistent uh, performances. Yeah. So to me, there's like just inherent in the way that OG plays is this inconsistency factor. And if he doesn't gel with the team, I think it could just be another meh but yeah. but the upside is enormous because the guy's mechanics are ridiculous so if kuki can actually coach him to work with the team super well i could see him becoming one of the best yeah. main tanks in the league but we've always yeah. said that about og and it's never yeah. happened you,
0: you almost mm. kind of uh you hope like what they can do with og is almost like what philly did like with sato right where yeah. like sato didn't look really that great but you knew he had the mechanical skill and so you see that, just though. some more time you say that. You figured it out. Like, you say that, but Sato in his Sato rookie year went more, to the finals. Right, and I think Sato was way more mechanically... I think Sato's a, just a more skilled player individually.
4: He, he uh, looks but, smarter. He has b- better decision-making than OG, I, I would so. say. Yes. Yeah, which is a significant And I think that portion. you can build from, specifically in the Reinhardt role.
1: Yeah, I mean, the most significant portion of main tank performance comes from the game sense, right? The uh, yeah, the understanding hmm. of how you're playing with the rest of your team at one time. Mechanics are only one part of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think you've just summed up my thoughts what? on it pretty, pretty what? concisely. To be honest, Josh, as well. I, th- I think that if there was a team to, for OG, to prove himself on right now, would be the Florida Mayhem. When you know that the coaching staff is solid, you've got a good state, you've got a good foundation of a team that's surrounding him. It should have been gladiators, it wasn't I mean, yeah is he going to be getting any more opportunities after this if this year like twenty twenty one blows up probably not so not
2: on a top team, I would say, yeah, like maybe someone will oh. still take a punt on him like a Boston or something, but i i, I doubt a top team would take a punt uh, on let uh, let's move on to after three seasons in a row well hold,
0: hold, we we didn't really talk it's kind of crazy uh what do we think of slime for this team
1: I mean a good pickup, just a huge yeah. I, nice, I mean, I think stable uh, main uh, support pickup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought Chris was definitely like a weakness for this team uh, last year, uh, where you know, Slime we didn't really get to see play because of all the craziness that happened with the Titans. Uh, I feel like he could be like a huge veteran presence for this team that maybe he helps OG progress as a player as well.
1: Possibly. Yeah, I mean, totally. hasn't OG been surrounded by vets though for a long time? I mean. I, I, think I it's just, I though, just with a see...
0: player who is like near the
2: top of the Overwatch league is sure, in position. Yeah.
1: I think I, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean I like I'm like
2: relying it. on Kuki more for more for that than I would slime to be honest. But
1: yeah, I don't think you're going to be finding one person though who disagrees with the slime pickup. It's just no, it's just good. It, it makes you know? so much sense. Yeah, it's just good. I, I want to talk about Paris. and talk about this team because they just announced their roster. Right, they're uh, mm-hmm. they they're starting six, so you need seven league minimum, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Bill, it, I it used to be know. 8
2: and now it's 7. Is that the rule change? Well, I think that's correct, Nothing yeah.
1: I believe so, yes. So they've only got so. 6, so there may be more additions. But this team, when I when I looked at this, I, I just thought it was fan service to all those people back in 2018 <laughs> who were pissed off that EU contenders talent wasn't getting a shot in the Overwatch League. And I guess it still doesn't. Like EU Overwatch as a whole... Do you remember before the Overwatch League like EU Overwatch was generally regarded to be pretty good underrated better than across North America the board? Yeah better than North America I would I mean, say so Absolutely and yet the talent was really just the eyes weren't really on the EU talent across the board um mm-hmm. in a, in a lot of places This yeah. feels like a, a love letter to to EU contenders this team um just across the board I mean I I I, I like the team I like the shape of it Naga Oni God uh, only God, I should say. Elivote, Dan, Neptuno as a as a veteran stable wow. presence and Khan. Like, I don't know. I look at this team. You've got. I mean, they're all different nationalities. But well, this truly team could actually European do some team. work. Yeah, yeah, they could. Wow.
2: As as crazy as that might sound, this team could really do. Like, I'm I, my natural place to compare this to is the Vancouver Titans uh, from last year because. They're full teams of like... Okay, not full teams of contenders talent because Onigod and, you know, obviously Neptuno have played in the league before and Elevote as well has, uh, has dabbled in the league too, though he's not quite as experienced as obviously someone like Neptuno. But the, the majority of this roster is like fresh out of contenders. And when I compare my expectations for these guys and my expectations for the Vancouver Titans, I'm way more confident about what these people can do. I just... And I haven't even watched that much European contenders. I've just watched little bits of them here and there. But I think these guys are pretty talented.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, I think Europe has been untapped for quite some time. I think we've seen some individual players step up to the Overwatch League. Kevster is a great example of that. Um, And then there are some other players around the league. But we haven't really seen a team of six Europeans like this. And it makes sense, right? Because you wouldn't really see... The los angeles valiant just like yeah we're gonna go full <laughs> european <laughs> it's like it doesn't make, yeah, doesn't make yeah. any sense right but now we're in a position where the Paris Eternal, they reshuffle their roster um and also the london spitfire we have to see what they're going to do right i don't think they've announced anything no um no. so i think this is the perfect time for a european team like this to be announced i said on twitter after the initial signings and i take it back slightly i did take it back but it didn't really happen I said it reminded me of 2018 Philadelphia Fusion. And yeah, I get it. You lack Carpe, you know? You don't have a superstar DPS player that just, like, you know, stands out in that kind of capacity. But, like, instead of Boombox, you got Khan, you got Neptune as main support. Instead of Pokebombs, you got Elevate Bombs. Instead of Fraggy, (laughs) you got Dan. It's like, it's obviously until proven they're not going to be on the 2018 Fusion level. For many reasons, of course... You know, the (laughs) Fusion made it to the Grand Finals. But before then, going into the 2018 season, a lot of people were wondering about the Fusion. Like, are they actually going to be any good? You know, who are these no-namers? Like, Boombox, he was on United for a time. moving that. But, like, EQO. Like, people didn't really know any of these guys. So, like, we from Europe, we knew knew that they had a talent. Fragi, you know, he was on um, Giganti, was it, at the time? (laughs) yeah. yeah. Right? But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, we've never seen a team with mixed nationalities like that because it used to be the Finnish team and it was like movie star writers was like mixed and there was the Swedish team Misfits right so it's rare that we see full Europeans like this in like the top elite level so this coming together I, I think it's a bit bit of a nostalgia moment for me um, because it reminds me of a team from like those 2017 Contenders Europe days and whatsoever. And I think they actually have some potential on this roster. Are they going to be top 10? I think that's too soon to say. But I do think that I am more confident in this team because I know that Europe has some really good players. Yeah, I'm just impressed uh, they're able to put this roster together. I
0: know we yeah. talked a lot about on uh, this show, we were a bit worried about what this team was going to do and how they were going to end up uh you'd probably say this is almost better than what you thought like best case scenario could be like cuz i mean i was thinking they were going to be like pretty tragic when they were announced but like like you said Josh i think there's a lot to like about this team
2: yeah i i'm now comparing them to we don't know what london are doing obviously but they will be the natural comparisons because london are also right. going for a more european centric approach but when i compare them to boston or vancouver for this year coming up i think i feel more confident about these guys than i do about either of those two teams um i, I just like this blend of um of, of talent i've for anyone who hasn't watched naga naga is really good on dps only god we know from playing at the overwatch league level but also from a bunch of contenders is also a very solid dps you add one more in there to create like a trio of dps players and i think you've got a nasty good dps core that will be you know at least as good as but what boston or vancouver can put together th-
0: this team is going to be like motivated as well uh yeah i think so mm-hmm. I-, I think this team you're going to see them come out and really because everybody is just pretty much going to be on the uh well you know Paris trade, all their good players they have a bad team well, like this french year fans whatever. are going to be annoyed uh, well, probably yeah. a little bit but yeah but uh I think you're kind of rightfully so as
2: well, considering Yeah, probably right. Ben Best so. and Nico uh, were also like involved in trials this year as well, I think, and for whatever reason didn't get accepted. like <sighs> yeah. there's been no conversation yeah. about them asking for too much. They just, uh, yeah, just I mean, didn't get accepted,
0: yeah, I mean, my version of this team probably would have at least Ben best on the roster, right? Uh,
4: yeah, yeah. I think that's a bit of a no brainer. Like I, even if it doesn't play, like why not? Well, you know, we talked about that last episode. I, I also yeah,
1: think yeah. that
0: I, I still think it's Honestly,
1: I'm quite shocked that Onigod has slipped by a lot of teams' radars as well. Because although that guy's so good. He is he's really good. Like I feel like Decay stole the show when he was on the Dallas Fuel. But in terms of his mechanics and as a player, I mean he was also one of the standout players on the Dallas Fuel at that at that point huh. in time.
2: And he was playing on 200 ping. People yeah, always yeah. forget that. He was playing on 200 ping. Like this the is, guy's going to be a freak when you get him on low ping. He's going to be at least average in the Overwatch League, I think. But this is an example of
0: what we were talking about uh, when we were like had as like the shock get players like Glister and whatnot. It's because situations happen like this, right? Where God goes to a team that doesn't play well. We all know that Onigod is a very talented, good player. Uh, but that's kind of the first... Uh, thing that people see right at the overwatch league level uh Mm -hmm. is kind of how how his stint on dallas went uh so i think that's kind of why you see maybe teams undervaluing him a bit more where uh i feel like every offseason i know we've we've talked about Onigat as a player and like how is he not in the league or like why is he not on a roster right like we know he's good enough uh i'm excited to see him actually get a fair shake here on paris probably with the uh, starting off from a much better spot than where he was starting off on Dallas,
2: where they were kind of all over the place as he was coming in. Yeah. I, I would like to see my my only issue with this roster is that I don't quite know how good the tank line is going to be. And that is mostly because of my own ignorance. I haven't watched too much of Don actually play their main tank player. Um, mm-hmm. But i i am feeling confident about their dps duo i am feeling confident about neptuno and khan i've watched a bit of khan and i think that he looks pretty good um but tanks often make the biggest difference with these lower level rosters and so that's my only slight concern maybe maybe i won't be concerned if i watch more of their footage but yeah i'm not uh, I, obviously they need to add more players in order to meet the league minimum. I think another DPS and maybe another tank. Another would tank Tanks, tanks right make idea.
0: or break rosters like this. Uh, yeah, the whole roster do. could be good. If the tank line falters, it's a lot of the time a dud, right? Uh, so
4: I think before next season, I'm gonna do like one week where I just write up all the contenders players joining the Overwatch League and I just write up their names. And then for a week straight, I just Go through all the contender squads, and study up on all the contenders players. I thought you were about to say no. something
0: like oh, you're going to put all their names in a hat and draw them out and, and, and then play make up my or, make
4: yeah. up opinions about them. Just guess. <laughs> yeah. Boy, it is a like garbage tank.
2: Haddie, who plays for the British Hurricane, I have watched a bunch of, and he looks really good. Um, but at the same time, I know that uh, recently, um, Dan put out a tweet where he said. I keep getting messages about other people being more suited for the main tank spot in Paris Eternal. All of those people were in the trials with me. They opportunities as me, and I went through. So it's yeah, it's it's a weird situation because mm-hmm. uh, I, I just don't know enough about him to feel confident in him. But I just need to watch more of him. You watched him in the World Cup. Yeah,
1: over Team Netherlands. Yeah, I can't even remember.
2: They had a good run, right? Mm. Yes, they looked okay actually. They they did well for Netherlands. It made me a
1: Bruce and fan. <laughs> it did <laughs> make and. me a Bruce and fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh this next topic I want to move on to, if that's okay, everybody else. Yeah,
4: yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: This I'm pretty excited about this. Fusion moving to APAC for 2021. Uh, mm. when I saw this, a lot I a lot of the fans were annoyed, um, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think because they were like, oh, I'm a Fusion fan, why are they moving to APAC? Like, the game's going to be early morning, I'm not going to be able to watch my team. Um, but in terms of an organization that looks out for their players, I cannot think of a better move than this. Because you are guaranteeing, I, I posted like a, a tweet, a quote tweet or whatever on this. Um, but I think you're just guaranteeing a quality of life for your players. That, that is not accessible in America, that's not accessible pretty much anywhere else with the state of the COVID pandemic. South Korea, generally speaking, has a lock on the situation out there. They're, they're pretty strict in terms of who they let in and out of the country with the quarantine process. They have a very good tracing contract, uh, contract contact tracing system can't even speak properly. Contract but, tracing. they con- trace contact. down all of your contracts. Contact take, contact take tracing the program. They're, they're, just, they're just on the fucking ball when it comes to COVID, right? Uh, and it's a country that if you are going to be spending the the next, what, year of your life in, it's not a bad one to be spending the next year of your life in. Now, outside of the Overwatch factor, I feel like that is incredibly important. Uh, what we saw this year from teams, like how many teams were affected by lack of motivation just from the general situation that they were in. Just the absolute shit situation. It's the little things like being able to walk to a coffee shop or being able to go to a restaurant that genuinely do make the difference over the course of a season. Like actually having the ability to feel like you're having a life. So I feel like this is a very intelligent move from from the Philadelphia Fusion to take these steps and move to APAC. And some fans... I can see where they're coming from. I can empathize a little bit with it. Like, okay, why are they, why? But you got to understand in terms of the health and I think longevity for these players, a very, very cool move from, uh, from Fusion.
0: Yeah, I, I uh, muted, agree. I think if
2: uh, if you, ha- <laughs> wait,
1: what? Josh was trying to I talk, tr- he's muted.
2: tried to talk oh. and I muted myself because I was making noise. Oh, earlier. what are you going to say? I was going to say I wonder how the non-korean players on the Philadelphia Fusion will adapt to it. Like yeah. it's it's an interesting turn uh, flip of the roles. For for years now it's been the Koreans having to adjust to the american culture and way of life and like what it's like to live in los angeles mainly. And now it's going to be the other way around for an entire year. It is I feel like this doesn't get talked about very much because it's just a fact of life in owl, but it is it is stressful. It's really stressful to live in a country that isn't yours for an extended period of time, where you don't get to go home and see your family or your friends, or just mm-hmm. eat the same foods that you would normally eat, and and listen to your language being spoken. If you're somebody like uh, like Poco or Shockwave or E Q O, for example, whose main language isn't isn't English, so yeah, it's it, it's. It's going to be interesting because we just, we just kind of take it for granted that all of the Korean yeah. players at this point have adjusted. But when you flip it around like this, it is going to feel really different. Even for people like Poco, for example, who have had to move from France to the US, going from France to the US to Korea is like, it's not like the same as living in LA. It's, it's well, different again.
1: Did you yeah. want to say something, Johnny, or Johnny before I jump in
4: yeah i mean some players take to it differently right i was probably fine staying in korea as long as it's only good conditions because by god i've been living in korea in some shitty conditions and it's tragic but as long as you get good conditions which we expect from Overwatch League teams right yeah <clears throat> vacuum titans i think for the most part <laughs> it's actually pretty easy to adapt to the situation you're in but some people just don't like want to live in a country um where they're main language isn't spoken um i was really excited about living in korea i can see how some players are not i'm actually going to take the opposite of brand here i'm going to go with a hot take i am going to go against the grain and say that i think yeah i respect this philadelphia fusion yeah it's probably best to go to korea if you really are interested in winning the championship and playing as the best but at the same time, the skill level in the North American region is pretty on par, right? And you hit on the like yeah. the medical arguments, right? Be- Brand of like we're during a pandemic yeah. and like yeah, you know I-, I get that too. America is pretty crazy right now, um, but I think that this is going to be a challenge for the entire franchise like the staff that works at Philadelphia Fusion, but also the fans that will now struggle to follow their favorite team as they play APAC match times. It's Mm. no longer like where you can be a Philadelphia Fusion fan and just like, hey, you know, we got an afternoon game. We got an 11 a.m. game. It's like, no, it's like in the middle of the night. And if you want to catch a match, you'll either have to stay up or you will have to watch it in the morning and you won't be able to like enjoy the action live. And I think it's going to be quite interesting to see how the fan base reacts after this like after trying it out for a few months I think that if you ask most people who actually are Philadelphia Fusion fans they're like oh you know it's not going to change you know I'm still I'm still loyal to the Philadelphia Fusion as a team they're my team you know I probably even live in Philadelphia but still I think a few months in some of those fans might actually grow tired mm-hmm. of going through the process, and they might actually like get interested in some other team. Worst case scenario, not follow the Overwatch League at all because they cannot watch their favorite team play because of the time zones issue.
1: Yeah, I'm I mean, a New they, York fan. Let us know what you did. Yeah, it,
0: it'll be obviously tough for the fans. I think if there's a an organization that's equipped to handle this type of change, it probably is uh, Philly. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they do have a uh, T1 staff. Uh, in Korea, yep. uh, so I uh, they assume they already have uh, some infrastructure set up in terms of like practice facility and other different types of things for these players uh, when they arrive. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder how the competition kind of shakes out between each division this year uh, with APAC and NA because NA seems to be pretty loaded with like uh, very good teams. yeah, uh, I, you know, I think it's actually better
2: at the moment. Yeah. I, didn't, um,
1: I didn't make the comment about uh, the, the Overwatch aspect of moving, just purely from, like, the living in a year in a COVID world, basically, from that side of things. But I,
4: I, I am going live in Korea right now, Bran. I agree. Mate, I would
1: absolutely... <laughs> well, here's the thing as well. What, what we were talking about earlier, about the European players feeling, I guess, or, like, any sort of player feeling uncomfortable in not their home environment, I guarantee you those European players are probably going to be more comfortable in Korea than they are in the US. <laughs> yeah. Because, oh, in- oh you have got to work in public transport system. Oh, that's weird. Oh, you can walk to places. <laughs> oh, that's that's weird. They've been used to you uh, used to living in America. Maybe not Philly. I think Philly is actually pretty good for transport and walkability. But
4: yeah, I tell you what. If I have one regret about living in Korea during Apex Season One, and Season Two, I never like had a close connection with. A korean staff member or something like mm. like probably philadelphia Vision will obviously have that now so those players will have a way easier time of actually getting what they wanted oh yeah i was stuck in korea and i was just like help
3: like, yeah, how yeah, do no. I
4: access things how do I order food like how do I get all these things so I just ended up going to Subway for like three months straight with Misfits because they <laughs> wouldn't eat anything else so like you the if, worst if, if, me it was I, I <laughs> me Actually, and Tweek, me and Twig we went to Korean out and Poland. we played we played the, the point, point and click game which was pointing at the menu and asking if you could get that thing without being able to communicate with the server we played <laughs> that game for three months. China. Burger King in China? It was an experience, I tell <laughs> you. Press on the Squid Burger and just hope, pray to God that the staff member brings you a freaking Squid Burger. Jesus Christ. I've been yeah. through that, man.
1: But in terms of the Overwatch, this might be a hot take from me, but I feel like you, if you are trying to elevate your gameplay, at the moment, APAC is a worse region to play in. E-
0: e- yes,
4: oh. and...
1: Is that a hot take? So, I think so, that's a hot take. That
4: would be the first probably. time since 2016. No, so because <laughs> even even
1: this year, it was up and down. There was periods of time when we thought it NA was, was better. I mean, and I think if you map our previous episodes week on week, where we were measuring the strength of each region, you would find that we would probably say that NA was stronger than, than, uh, than Ooh, APAC. Overall? Yeah, overall, uh... I reckon. Think about the amount of times that Guangzhou shot the, so. the bed, that New York shot the bed, that Hangzhou didn't meet our expectations, that Seoul was inconsistent. Oh, yeah, Shanghai yeah, yeah. was there the was only still, ones dominating. Yeah.
2: So <clears throat> Yeah. The the entire season long, there was the same amount of good teams in both regions. There was just more easy wins in North America.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah, yes, I, absolutely. You,
0: you do have all of the... Uh... Korean contenders teams, I guess, to pick from to scrim from as well. Yeah. Uh, so you do have like a long list <laughs> a of teams to like, <laughs> practice with. What's your hot take about My that? My hot
1: take about that is that I think we overrate Korean contenders a little bit. I think, um, in terms of the the availability of good practice from going for Korean contenders teams,
2: I don't even know anymore.
1: I th- I th- I do I do think that. When when, like we, make kind, when we make those when we make the when we when we make the broad claim experience. when we make the broad claim that APAC yeah. is a better region to be in as a team because you get better scrim partners, I don't know if that is the case these days.
4: I don't. Know. Well, I think you primarily have to look at the Overwatch League teams, right? Yeah, and yeah. that yeah. is where yeah. you've had the Seoul Dynasty and the Newark Excelsior. Now we have Philadelphia Fusion. Uh, Shanghai Dragons. So I think that's what you have to look at primarily. But mm-hmm. I think even looking at the Overwatch League teams, like now you have San Francisco Shock, um, if Philadelphia Fusion were to stay, the LA Gladiators, Dallas Fuel, Washington. So, like, Here's right. also the thing, though. Uh, people,
2: a bunch of the players have been responding to this Philadelphia tweet about the moving to APAC with little things that seem to indicate that they're going as well, which... I don't even know whether they are like Mm -hmm. leaks or anything. It might just be mistranslations by the players. Yeah, or trolling as well. But uh, XC has responded something to the Paris guys saying, meet you in Korea. Uh, (laughs) He Su responded something like, yeah, me too, about going to Korea. Kind of alluding to the idea that Dallas and Toronto would be going over there, which it would make sense for either of those teams to go over. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think Toronto is. Because I've spoken to Logics recently, and I know that he is in Toronto, so I'd be really surprised if Toronto is going over to APAC. Um, but I could see some other teams going over as well. So I'm I'm reluctant to say either way that there's like a better region right now because we literally don't know how many teams okay, are going to be in currently... regions. Well, are you classing NYXL as uh, APAC or NA? Because they should be NA.
1: APAC, I think.
2: <laughs> okay, so you're going based off last season but with Philadelphia in APAC. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's unreasonable to say that NA is a stronger region. I think there's more better teams in NA right now. Oh, I, yeah. I would
0: also assume... Uh, but I don't London think that'll goes, stay the same. If London goes European, I don't think they would go to Korea, right?
2: No. But then I don't think London are even in the argument about a good team to scrim against, yeah. whether they stay in full <laughs> Korean
1: or not. Oh, I, was because... just,
0: I
2: was just for clarity's sake. I
0: was yeah, just saying sure, they were sure. going
2: the other way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I I don't know if if mate I have really enjoyed Korea. Like if you told if you asked me where would I rather live, America or Korea? I would rather live in Korea. Don't tempt mm. me, Ben. Yeah, but it, I will take it, just, it tomorrow. Just off the bro, I've I've been so close so many times. Just that, yep. Two <laughs> week quarantine, yeah. No worries, pal, I'll, I'll be there. Don't you worry. You, you would leave uh, Kurt. I mean, I would still do Platcha. I'd just be off old laptop. Kurt, do
4: you welcome, right? <laughs> Kurt, you go. What? Do you, would you go to Korea?
3: Maybe. Probably after Plan quarantine. In Korea, I wouldn't baby. want to quarantine. For check two Korea.
4: Weeks. Do they have T-Mobile in Korea?
1: Mm, don't know, actually. Maybe they do. We could bring it oh. to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's I don't know. Big brain stuff, man. <laughs> if If I was a European player, though, like uh, Poco, who else is European on this team? Shockwave. He's Wave, yeah. Like I, I, would feel more comfortable in Korea than I would in, in America, honestly. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's all like personal preference, I guess. So right. Like... Sure, but yeah, but in is.
1: terms of like the the, the similarities to there. European culture, I feel like <laughs> Korea's got it, and it and it helps as well though. But they they're, they're going to be mingling with their Korean teammates. They have appropriate staff, like Johnny was saying, like to help them with the process. It's not it's like, like Johnny when he was there with Korea? misfits or hey. Eh? Is this like a move to it's all moved to Korea ad? Is this like Bro, a... I'm fucking down. <laughs> I am so down, honestly. Let's do That it. country was amazing. I would absolutely be down. Uh, yeah. no cap. No cap. Yeah. You want to talk about New York? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh they've they've, slipped uh... under the radar. Yeah. Is this a rumor or is this actually official? No, they made this official, didn't uh, yeah. they? Yeah. It's this official. Is official? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yang Pong and Bianca. Why uh... am
4: I hesitating now? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, no, sorry, I, I'm... I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> yeah, they announced it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, My... announced it. Johnny wrote it. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. No. Same day as Florida, I think. So it My... kind of got like hidden, I think. It did, yeah.
1: My head is full of air, so I don't know what's real and what's not. What is oh, it normally yeah, filled enough. with? Brain matter. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. mm-hmm. Okay. I Uh, I I, kind of
0: like this New York team that's forming. Yeah, I don't. I'm going to stamp a big old meh on it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah? Why, Josh?
1: Because... (laughs) Poor Johnny. i got Johnny on edge. I can see you looking around your monitor for the fucking social link.
4: I mean, I
2: I don't hate anything that New York is doing right now. They had a team that wasn't performing over the course of three years at the level that was expected of them. They wanted a title. They wanted a championship. They weren't delivered a championship. Okay, that's fine. Rebuild the team. And at this point, you can tell by the pieces that they're acquiring that they're looking for long-term uh, kind of changes. Right. This this is not a team that has been drafted to get them a championship in 2021. Or if it is, then they're delusional. There's just no chance, right? In, in the competition uh, this next is a, year,
0: this is a team to build for the future. Like you have a lot sure. of good young pieces that you hope develop
2: into something. And I mean, we're you're saying a lot of young pieces, but I mean, we're talking about there was the Knocked the rumor about. Ago. Yeah, there was the rumor about uh, Feather being signed as well, but I mean, at the moment, there's there's no rookies that have actually been signed to the team. There's Bianca Ryan back Reinhardt skin, on, someone that they hadn't actually gotten much use out of, and then Yakpung, somebody that was pretty poor the last time he played, but has been oh doing well in contention God,
4: this guy's yeah. shield management was the most horrible thing uh, I've ever seen was, in my life. He
0: was, uh, I mean, remember Yakpung on Watonga, uh, uh, right?
4: I mean, yeah. It was, I'm it not was going to mean no yeah. it but God bless him. People can change. I've improved some heroes myself and I know what it's like. So, Bianca, I'm not going to leave that mark on you forever. Roll room Blow for you. you. Wait, don't you mean Yakpong? You mean
0: Yakpong? Yakpong. Yes. Yeah, you, just, sorry. you just went at Bianca for no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 that fucking Bianca guy. No, I'm kidding. I love you.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I'm pretty meh. I'm in the middle. I'm like the, 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 the what, what they call the thing that measures earthquakes, the seismometer. Yeah, the seismic... The sca- seismometer yeah, It's it not called? moving. Who's... Picture <laughs> <that>? <laughs> is that Bianca's picture? What is that? oh, that's cute. <laughs> Bianca, okay. Super cute. look at that. Yeah, look at that.
3: Little beans.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm a it's Bianca a, fan.
3: Uh, I,
0: I think, though, like, this team can remain competitive and, like, rebuild kind of at the same time, though. Like, I think that's mm. kind of your goal if you're New York. Like, not, like, totally below, like blow it up to the point that you can't compete uh, at least for like playoffs next year. And like, uh, you know, play teams pretty tight. Uh, you,
2: you put yourself in a position to do that. I just don't I mean, think you people all teams a made the playoffs play. this year from APAC. So oh, okay. if your goal so is to make playoffs, it. you can do, you can make playoffs, but <laughs> are they going to, are they going to be in the like top half? Of, uh, well, are they playing an APAC or are they playing an NA? I'm assuming they're going to play an no, APAC. Assume
4: APAC yeah. Because they're the,
2: well. Yeah, because it's a full Korean roster and they played in APAC last year. But when you compare them to like Seoul, Shanghai, Philadelphia, Hangzhou, you, you don't have them above any of those people. No. It's, are, they, are they gonna be competitive with Chengdu and Guangzhou? Is the answer. I think so. Uh, is the question. I think they
0: can. I, I, I think yeah. I think what you're banking on is they're competitive with them. Hangzhou doesn't kind of live up to the promise and that they can kind of be somewhere where they were last year like the three to four range. Right.
2: I mean, they're definitely going to be lower than they were last year. I think, I I just don't think there's any chance that they're not, because APAC has essentially replaced London with Philadelphia. So right, you're going down a spot no matter what, probably. Um, And looking at the way that this roster is constructed, you're, I don't know. Depending on who the final two pieces are, they might be on paper the weakest team in APAC at the moment.
1: Yeah? Ooh, I they mean, you could also go that way as well. Yeah. God almighty, that is. Do you an I mean, I wasn't do you
2: ready guys for. agree? I think it's pretty possible. Like it's possible. I'm not convinced by Guangzhou's roster either right now. Like I think it's okay, no. but yeah. um god. That's a It's world. it's hard to know it's when 1G. they don't have a full roster, but wow. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough for New York to stay competitive. I think yeah. they're going to feel like another London this year.
4: Mm, not, mm. I would not say another London. Slightly better. I'm not at a point where I'm comfortable making assumptions or guesses, but this, I mean... I, it's rough. It's rough. The APAC region is conde- uh, con- uh, Is condensed right word? No. It's dense with a lot of great teams for mm. the most part to be tough. I admire what they're trying to do, but I think a lot of fans will be upset they didn't say what the original roster
0: But the original roster wasn't going anywhere
2: Yeah, it was necessary
4: Sometimes
0: you just gotta enjoy life Yeah,
4: but why (laughs) would you
0: like, you you would rather just sign up for another disappointing season to where you expected to do something that we
4: all know deep down they're not gonna do? Maybe they should just temper their freaking expectations man. What yeah, I would it's, have it's liked hard though. I what mean, I would have, have an liked MVP, is for them to like,
2: actually get rookies. Like, because I think the thing that people get excited about is is upcoming rookie talent. I am not excited to watch Yakpung and Bianca play again in the Overwatch League. I've I've seen them play, and I know that Yakpung has improved because I've watched him in Contenders, and he looks a lot better than. What he's actually done like when it was hard for him toronto. to get worse than what he looked into toronto i mean he did look really bad in toronto yeah like the guy actually did look like one of the worst main tanks when he was fielded back then yeah. so i'm not excited about this roster at the moment but the, uh, there's still room to change because they've only signed three people officially at the moment. Hi, right, Josh. Maybe give I'll, them a score. Maybe I'll them so, we're
4: so nice and generous on this show. On, on some sports shows on ESPN, they were just being like, "Oh, these guys suck. They're they're screwing their fan base so over. Screw these people." But on this show, we're just like, "Yeah, you know, better than out.
1: Give them a score out of ten, Josh. A score out of ten. Give them a score out of ten. Is five average in the Overwatch league? One bite. You yeah, one you are not average
2: i'm going i mean this sounds super
1: harsh but i'm going to go with a two a two that's a rookie two. score
2: yeah a, two that's out a rookie 10. Score. If, if five is average in the overwatch league I okay what do you yeah. think that these guys but are millions? not going to be yeah like I what is these a guys, five a five's like yeah sure like a valiant like an atlanta
4: something me, like give that. give me
1: a couple of more decimal points don't just do two two point four one okay good yeah there you go that's a good yeah, score. i would, I would say, say
4: atlanta would be able to be last year atlanta maybe like a four Valiant 5, and I'd give this team like 3.4 with these players, 3.7 maybe. They have Jonak still. I was marking them down a bit though as well because I'm not excited to
2: watch them. Like, they don't have players that I'm ready to tune in and watch. Now, they haven't signed everybody yet though, so that could totally change. But at the moment, I'm not excited to watch Jonak play with Yakpung and Bianca. It just doesn't get my juices flowing. (sighs)
1: Juices. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on to the uh, to our next topic. Janu and Ryu Jae Hong talking retirement. Now in here we've got Ryu Hong considering retirement, but it's actually Ryu J Hong considering unretiring. And then <laughs> Janu, yeah. Janu considering retirement. Ryu Jae Hong considering unretiring.
2: No, 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 no. Wait, no, no, no. no. Yes. Yeah, Jay why Hong. do you say that? Yeah, so because Ryu
1: J Hong was on his stream, yeah, getting pissed drunk, you know, just enjoying life, and as we all hmm. do. Sometimes we've all been there, drunk as shit. I can go pro again. He wasn't crying, but you get the idea. Like the guy, <laughs> hell, the man. guy wants to go pro again. Um, what he was he, saying uh, on stream.
2: The clip I saw, he was just pretty happy. Why have you
1: made it seem like he? Yeah, was he just... why, because when I drink, <laughs> well, I get depressed. So. I, crying, I like just spooning ice cream into his mouth. Yeah, when I, you know, when when I get when I get drunk, I start thinking about my wasted potential as a youth.
2: You're just hardcore projecting.
1: I am projecting. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, <laughs> Hong. Sorry, Hong, Yeah, <laughs> he's he is considering. I'm retiring though. He wants to play in a pro team again. Um, uh, and Janu was recently saying that he is considering retirement because he, I believe has not been getting any options whatsoever um, yeah. or the, the options have been not what he wanted uh, both of these <laughs> I love this bullet point he got more drunk and started dancing to weeb music
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, how the- all
2: retirements
0: go drunk on a, sh- a stream dancing to music
1: yeah we've all been there I'm telling you now we've all been there uh, I Janu, wish we could be there more often. Let's, let's start with Janu as opposed to RJ Hong here because he's the first one in the list. This would be so unfortunate if Janu ended up retiring and wasn't playing in the Overwatch League next year. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, we've said in a previous episode, like the off tank position is actually pretty hotly contested these days. And like in terms of teams that Janu could go to, is there one that needs an off-tank player that is aspiring for a top spot?
2: Soul Dynasty. Oh, I yeah. keep in it every single week. Please, for fuck's sake, <laughs> sign an off-tank, Soul. If you guys genuinely yeah, field Dynasty. Marvel next year, I'm going to mold out of existence. I will cease to be if you keep fielding Marvel forever on off-tank and don't have him as like a backup to gesture. I'm going to lose my shit.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that, uh, that makes... A lot of sense uh why we haven't seen that yet i'm not sure uh but i mean you at least need a a, an off tank on the roster right i mean you don't have michelle anymore yeah Uh, they have have two you on a two-way contract i guess yeah Yeah. i mean
4: they They do have one, but i think he was a Soria player though for the most part what's that Uh, that he's played
2: he's played a bunch of stuff yeah all right he seems
4: pretty capable of a bunch of different stuff,
2: but, mm-hmm. I mean, Janu is just such a natural fit that there must be some major reason why, because it just makes so much sense from the outside.
4: What about New York, upgrading from Bianca? <laughs> yeah, I would be more excited.
2: <laughs> I mean, if they're going to
0: rebuild, I mean, you don't really need Janu, right?
1: Mm, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, give Jano a home. I feel like there's not much more that needs to be said other than this. It would be incredibly upsetting. Sorry, I would like to take a moment to just say, imagine,
2: just for a moment, pause and think about how fucked that previous Vancouver Titans roster got. Oh my (laughs) Lord. (laughs) <laughs> Haxal retired. So Min Su on some kind of crazed redemption arc, actually, is one of the only players <laughs> yeah. that has managed yeah, to, slime. To, to come back based of this. Slime has managed to survive and Twilight has managed to survive. Yep. The others, Haxal, Stitch, Janu, Fisher, Ryu Hong, Bumper from previously. too. Our rappel yeah. is
0: still around.
2: Yeah, Rappel is still there as well. Yeah. But okay, the Matt. rest have just been sacrificed and scattered to the winds. Yeah. This it's- is. This is like, that team was looking like they were on a path to battle with the Shock for greatest of all time roster. Genuinely, like, they were in that kind of conversation Mm -hmm. if they had been able to perform the year afterwards. They probably wouldn't have managed to keep up with the Shock at all, but they were in the running. It's crazy. They just, poof. Mm -hmm. poof. Into the wind.
1: I don't like to think about it, Josh.
2: It's painful. It's yeah. fucking painful. It is painful. Yeah. That we was been robbed of one of the all-time great teams. And it was they a legendary roster.
1: Pieces. Think of the amount yeah. of history that Runaway had as a as a team. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a couple of beers out. Let's really make this a fucking podcast. Yeah, Paul one start, out. For let's the... start reminiscing. Hobbies. Let's pull up some old vods.
4: No, uh, do no I don't want to beer.
1: pull out some Apex.
0: <laughs> pull out some Apex. No, I'm not gonna start to Pull out some Apex Season One. Let's pull out some if Apex. Brent got a beer. Plus, beer
4: Matt would be the only one not drinking.
0: Let's start.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Oh no, I'm not the TV's drinking. I've already finished.
4: Oh, I can't see
1: any of you again.
0: Oh. Uh, I mean, we all have the same faces we have on. Pretty but I like to see the
1: the. The screen, so I can... Yeah, but I'm just describing it, just it to you,
0: so it's fine.
1: Yeah, describe to me what scene we're on, actually. Let's just continue. <laughs> Fuck it. Ryuji Hong, though, would be interesting if he came out of time. And what team would he play on, though? The question.
2: I mean... There isn't a good one, is the short answer. Yeah, I there's mean, not,
4: like, a great fit. Yeah, because it's if he, tough. It, yeah. I feel like it, he'd be more of the Ryu Hong guy <laughs> more than like the actual star flex support player and that's not to discredit his skills I think like we mentioned on so many other roles most teams are looking for a flex support that is relatively young that has the star level potential or skill already that they can lean on moving forward well, he said or in the post. get like a cheap flex support you know yeah, for, like yeah. mi- like league minimum Ryu Hong is not going to be that guy is not going to take a league minimum contract. If he did, I'd be disappointed in him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's he's such a legendary so. player in in terms of just the marketing aspect though from picking this guy. Yeah. Up. Like y- yeah. you you actually just instantly yeah. become one of the more popular teams just from picking him up. Um You know what's crazy about Overwatch is that people simply cannot
2: transition from role to role effectively at mm. the top level. And so it leads to this enormous player turnover. Like in yeah. any other esports, someone like J-Hong would move over to playing main support or something, where or like I, I don't know, some some lesser kind of more supportive role, yeah. where he doesn't have to be the cracked out kiddo hitting all the shots. Like when he people just in be CS the, the get older, presence.
1: they turn they turn into the lurking role or an IGL or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of stuff,
2: where they where they can support the rest of their team in Overwatch. You, there's just top players can't play a multitude of roles as uh, well as everybody else. So there's just I, I was gonna say, oh, wouldn't it be cool if Jae Hong decided to pick up like main support and play Lucio as like a veteran and, presence yeah, in one of these teams? But it's just not a reality we live in. Like, when has that ever happened for anyone in Overwatch? I think that's one of the primary Custer. reasons, by the way, that we have so much turnover. Yeah, Caster did it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess Custer did it. Yeah, he did actually. Uh, That's cool a really Matt good point. Uh,
0: Coolmap played DPS, right? And then he played uh, uh off tank. way off back. Oh uh, yeah, then he played off yeah. tank. Yeah,
2: Nevix. Yeah.
1: Nevix played always. Don't yeah.
2: Oof. Yeah, but these aren't these aren't people who transitioned to like. No, keep they just changed roles. Cruz Cruz yeah. is a
1: Genji player.
2: Oh yeah, Cruz actually is one of the examples though, because yeah. he genuinely did go from like. DPS, yeah. the main support. But if we saw that more in the league or just more in general in Overwatch, then I think there'd be more veteran presences around. But as it is, there's just ridiculous high player turnover because yeah. if, you're good, if you're not good enough at your role where all the cracked
4: out kiddos
2: are...
0: Why would people give you luck. a try
4: at another one? Like. Mm. Exactly. Taimo played main tank for a few matches.
0: Shut up. Hong played main tank. <laughs> <laughs> Get him back in.
2: Ryuje Kong. Ryuje Kong. Kong.
4: And... Really cool, cool. a I remember at that time, sorry sorry, Bren, I'm just a okay. bit on the a trip, I remember that match, it was on Numbani, uh, in, I think it was in 2018, yeah, and Matt got the question from Mitch, and Matt had the job of deducting between two anonymous stat cards, whether who was Miro and who was RuJ Hong, and Matt picked correctly, because yep. Miro had more primal rage efficiency, while RuJ Hong had the better overall stats in eliminations, final blows and deaths yeah mm. there you go you uh, know yeah all you had to do my
0: rage and you would have got that one right as well
4: that, yeah. that was one of those moments where I was like wow Matt exceeded all my expectations <laughs> in terms of logical <laughs> sense Jesus <laughs> Why? Christ because you thought on the spot about the primal rage efficiency must mean that that's more, oh, yeah. more of a veteran main yeah. tank player when most people God bless him. They would well, have been just like. Come I'm on live on a and... broadcast. I'm put on the spot. I'm gonna say the the guy with the better stats is probably Miro because he's the, the like Winston Matt's player. A... But no, you're just oh, come on, race. man!
0: anybody anybody in the chat at that moment if they watched Miro, they knew he did not have uh, the better stats. I mean, come on
1: now. <laughs> Matt, Matt, playing, Matt's you know, it's kind it's of called like... spade a spade. I mean, that, that guy he did not play very good. Matt, Matt's kind of like an older me. I've realized
0: that is. <laughs> That is so insulting on many levels.
1: Because I've realized that you you've got the fuck I've actually you've never the, been
0: I've actually never been insulted more than by somebody the, uh, saying you're an older brain. You've got I the, actually, think it's true. Yeah, I you've actually got the don't i have never want to be on this show less than I do right now.
1: You've got the dumbass himbo persona on lock like me. But in reality you're actually you're actually quite intelligent, you know? Yeah, I, do, mean, I
0: just put it on because we need views and it's funny. So you I do just have a
1: thought like, behind yeah. those eyes. There right. is intelligence behind those eyes. And like yep, somehow you've true. transitioned into like this business rollout. It's very impressive. Yeah, I and you do it's
3: it. yeah. probably due to those bats, man. It, probably, yeah. <laughs> bats. I don't have a
1: bath.
3: What <laughs> bats? Bat. I mean,
0: that's the difference, mate. Oh, I thought he said <laughs> bats. I was like it's, like, it's like, wait, do you have
1: bats? I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, yeah, I do yeah, not have many bats. You're like an older me, Matt. Like an older me, no, except was, you weren't Brian. as successful you like my age. Older. Yeah, what were you, you doing at twenty-four? Like
0: uh, I don't know. I was uh, I was doing COD. I was doing COD. Events. Okay,
1: you were probably more successful than me. I take that back. Oh
0: yeah, like... oh for sure, yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, what? I was way more established than you. Yeah, by by this time, yeah. Anyway, Agilities well,
1: right uh, yeah. has gone back to the Los Angeles Valley. That's pretty cool. I like this.
0: Yeah, I like this video too. This is a good video. What video?
1: I can't fucking see. Uh,
0: Oh, Kurt's playing a video of me. I thought we were about to watch a video of Agilities, but I'll watch footage of myself.
1: What is... I can't... I don't know. Don't even... Oh, okay. I'll. Okay, I'm moving on. Agilities going back to the Los Angeles Valiant. This is a move that... Okay, I got a couple of thoughts on this, and then you guys, I'll pass the talk and stick to someone else. Do it. A downgrade over KSF. Mm. I, I mean... But an upgrade in terms of the marketability of this team. And in terms of getting uh, an old-school player and getting back some of those old-school Valiant fans that have maybe lost the franchise.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't hate this move. Like, uh... I, And
1: when I say a downgrade in terms of KSF, that, that's quite insulting to Agilities. So I think Agilities is quite a skilled player. But I think the peaks that KSF was able to perform at are pretty high up there. I think the guy's pretty cracked. It's hard to really come close to him in a lot of regards. Agilities is a very serviceable player for the Overwatch League, but I don't know if he's going to be reaching the same peaks as KSF. That's a nicer way Uh, to put it.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make too big of a deal about it. I I don't know if I agree with you, Brent, but at the same time, I feel like Agilities just kind of plays the role here of like... The role player bench dude that subs in if like genji ever well, becomes meta right i yeah. feel like it, it's a bit of fan service but at the same time it kind of like makes sense like mm-hmm. they're able to make this change because ah, it's not a huge deal
2: i i think you're underselling it a bit he is the only projectile dps on this team and yeah. when you have like i think he's going to be the primary echo player primary Fire player primary genji player primary doomfist player um Probably the Hanzo player if that's meta as well, though perhaps that would be KSP depending on what the meta actually ends up being at that time. But I, I think there are definitely a bunch of different meta's where we could see agilities getting playtime. And I I think there are certain ones in which he's better than KSF. Like I was still really impressed by how agilities was playing when it came to like the summer showdown. Where yeah. but that was almost like Literally, could you devise a meta that was better for agilities than yeah. give him all the resources and let him Dragonblade? blade? I mean, that is literally him to a T, isn't it? You couldn't yeah. get any better than that. He wouldn't have picked a good enough hero pool. <laughs> yeah, if, if you asked him to pick, he wouldn't. So yeah, I, I I do think it's you know, a little bit of fan service sprinkled in there, but well, I think he's gonna get a lot of playtime as well. I think
3: huh. uh, okay, unless I is plenty
2: to Yeah. Do I think is that good, good for the early Valiant? I don't oh, know. I don't think he's going to be league average on a lot of those heroes. No, I think that the majority of the t- the majority of the teams that the Valiant are going to be competing with, um, their flex DPS is going to be better than Agility's. I think. Mm, I do would agree. do I, is yeah. that actually going to matter though? I don't know. I
1: don't. I don't know if it will it, matter.
0: I don't think it'll matter as much in the grand scheme of things. Like if you put, uh, if you went back and said, Hey, they still have a KSF. How many more games do they win potentially with KSF than agility? It's like, I don't know if moves the needle and wins and loss. No. And if it does, what is it one game? Uh, Is it, is it maybe even no games considering like if the meta never really kind of goes that way. Like, Hmm. uh, I, I don't know if it, makes that big of a difference but what i do know though is that like his brand is massive for this organization
4: he's Uh, a very likable guy like brady is fun i i think brady in the league is good for overwatch league like i genuinely think agility is one is one of the more likable players in the league because he's not like this overly hype persona he's not like super energetic but he's chill he's a fun guy he's you know genji player everyone loves a good genji player it's like he's fun like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, so, you know, we were, no, we this were doing Valiant- a person or a personality. He's just, you know, talk about his gameplay here. Yeah. We
2: were doing the Valiant Winter Ball, and uh, in the breaks, in the commercial breaks, they kept playing stuff from old school Valiant content, of which one of them was the. The cooking show that Agilities <laughs> did with Kariv. And it's fucking wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so it's so good because Agilities is just trying to do it properly. And Kariv's just a fucking chaotic, good character. <laughs> he's <laughs> wild. So yeah. He I, to consume I'm, food. I like this move overall. Yeah. I don't think he's the most skilled player in that like pack of teams that the Valiant's gonna be competing with, but I don't think it's gonna make too much difference. And he's just a good dude that's pretty skilled at the game and he has a big fan base
1: i yeah i i'm yeah Mm. i'm pleased for him i'm pleased that he's still in the league quite like him i'm happy for
2: valiant fans
0: as well after multiple years where you lose custa you lose space you lose kariv like you finally you lose agilities you finally get like somebody back
2: uh yeah yeah uh, also, we didn't talk about Adam when he first joined the Valiant. That's a good but point. But now that we're on the the topic, uh, they've picked up Adam too. He's a an off tank player that uh, previously played in Oceanic um, Contenders, and he's yeah, he he looks decent. I don't know how good he is. I don't watch Oceanic Contenders. I honestly, I never have watched Oceanic Contenders <laughs> because it's not been a competitive region at any point. Honestly. Um, but that's uh, from the small amount you, you watched, watched it early on. I watched it early on when we weren't sure. Yeah, I watched a yeah. lot of it like in 2017, 2018, but n- not since then. But from the little that we saw in the Valiant Winter Ball, he seems all right. Like I didn't really notice that much. Didn't notice him play particularly, well, Didn't notice him like hard feeding. He got caught out of position a, a number <laughs> of times, but it wasn't anything. Wasn't anything insane.
1: Oh, sorry. If you guys that, watch,
4: but... um, sorry, go on, bro
1: I, I'm sorry for laughing. I'm just this fucking, these last five minutes have been so, just it, chaos. Did, chaos. You
3: guys are having a great discussion and our TV is just <laughs> becoming sentient. Like, I swear. Like, the what? TV has been saying HDMI is disconnected, but going up in OBS, just audio is coming through. And then the screensaver on the TV comes up Friend's like, okay, I'm gonna.
1: No, no, the- but the screensaver, I've never seen it before, by the <laughs> way. Never seen this fucking screensaver before. It's a clock moving around slowly. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So I get this, I get the remote, I press down, and suddenly it's working again. I can see you all. I, I,
4: and yeah, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Is that the TLC TV we got from Hicks in 2018? Yes. Oh, <laughs> it needs it to wasn't be even working back then. It, it needs was to be replaced. functioning back then, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, it needs to be replaced. Sorry, sorry for laughing at the the, the conversation topic. Very <laughs> serious.
4: Uh, no, it's not really that serious. Uh, I you know, this is one of those times. If you watch Platchat Valorant, you can go to youtube.com, dot uh, Valorant, good podcast, check it out. This <laughs> is one of those times where you just kinda like you just put faith into packing ten, gone by an altar. Yeah. And you just trust them. You're just like, okay, yeah. Adam. You're good. Nice. Good luck. you
1: just got to trust yeah, the process. Although, yep. having said that, I mean, the, the, the Valiant do very thorough uh, t- trialing processes for their players. But they, they have missed on a, lo- a couple of the players they picked up. Like, that they thought they were high value. They, they weren't really keeping up with a lot of the rest of the league. But uh, yeah, it, we'll, we'll have to wait and see with, with Adam as an individual, I think. Uh, let's talk about a sister team a little bit. It was, is it a sister team? I suppose it's the same region, same city. The LA Gladiators. Uh, because they won the, the Valiant Winter Ball. Mm. Um, uh, very, very impressed with the, with the Gladiators coming out of this tournament. This they is, this is the best look that the Gladiators have, have, have looked like in their entirety of an existence of an organization. Uh, they look very strong. They look primed and ready to finally break into the upper section of teams when, uh, when League play kicks off again.
4: So I didn't watch the matches. What the hell are you guys talking about? Okay, so the, these four teams
2: played a tournament against yeah. each other, a show match tournament, right? It was the Valiant, the Gladiators, the Mayhem, and Atlanta Reign.
4: Oh, yeah! And, so I saw your outfits. That was about it.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's pretty similar to the Shanghai Masters tournament that just happened with all of the Chinese organizations over in Asia too. Yeah. Um, and these show matches, they often happen in the off-season of the Overwatch League. And teams take them relatively seriously like a like a squib you know mm-hmm. you're, you're you're playing you're trying to win but you're you know you might not have had the most the best preparation you might still not quite have figured out what the best uh team comps to run in the meta are that kind of stuff but what you can notice are people that fit within a team structure really well and individual players that pop off and the gladiators just all across the board they're Coordination was wonderful. Like from the way that uh, Muse was syncing up with with Kevster was really really good. The individual talent of Kevster and Birdring and Mirror actually when he was put in yep. to play the uh, the Echo, all really good. The backline and the way that they had already started to integrate skewed into it as like they 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 were running skewed on Brig at times as well, so that they had uh, like Zen Brig in the backline with shoe skewed. And then Moth would come in to play some Brig and some Mercy and some uh, Lucio as well, I think. Um, it, it just looked like a clean system where everyone was coordinated with some really good players. Uh, I mean, you could not ask for more if you're a gladiators fan did this you, early on in the offseason.
0: Uh, I don't know if you guys had the opportunity to talk to any of these teams, but did you get a sense of like how much they've been practicing already? Like, uh, have they started anything towards like.
1: Uh, we're not sure.
4: I don't know. Okay. Didn't Moth tweet that he only had one scrim with the team or something? I'll look on Moth's Twitter right now. I'm pretty sure he tweeted about this.
1: If that is the case, that is very impressive. I mean, the the rest of the team might have been scrimming for longer, but the coordination was definitely there, which you could tell was lacking from somebody, somebody other, uh, somebody other teams. I'm definitely willing to give a pass to pretty much every team involved if they didn't live up to expectations.
0: Uh- I'll say, I want to see... I hope this becomes more of a thing in the off-seasons where the teams host... uh, It it would be nice to even see, like... uh, I I don't want to say this was, like, not, like, incredibly serious, but something, like, more of a larger, like, uh, tournament uh, put on by one of the teams in the off-season. Yeah, it'd be really cool. I think it's just good Uh, to see more Overwatch, right? And I think uh, the... Like you, you kind of get a sense of what the rookies are coming into the year. You kind of get a little bit of a rivalry early on. I would love for this to become
2: more like the norm, you know? Yeah, I mean, for, in terms of rookies, like for the Gladiators, I was mad impressed with how good Muse looked. I, I, I knew that he'd be pretty good because he was pretty good in contenders, or rather, he was really good in contenders. So you know he's at least going to be pretty good in L. But he immediately came in and he looks. Uh, mechanically skilled. He was well coordinated with the team. He wasn't just um, trying to make big plays all the time. He was just actually playing where the team needed him at all times. And he just... Yeah, it, it was just flowing really nicely. I, I, I was, love that. I think when he's going to be... Team good flow.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's nothing better. On the
2: nothing other side better. as well, for the Atlanta Rain Pelican is a freak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been fantastic in contenders and whenever his dps partner proper becomes available as well which i think might be next year or it might even be the year after but that that guy's nutty too um he's immediately going to be one of the best uh rookie talents available but mm-hmm. pelican was light he was probably the best individual player that i saw in this tournament oh, that, that i think they did not want to make it to the final i think right it was rain gladiators in the final i think I believe and so, uh yeah Believe Pelican so. looked like a crackhead in all of the games that I watched. I didn't watch them all, but in all of
4: the games that I watched, he looked fantastic. But but is that enough to change the Atlanta Rain going into next season? It definitely season? gave
1: me higher hopes, honestly, for the Atlanta Rain. I'm not kidding. It, it, like I I don't think there was anyone lower on the Atlanta Rain than me. Um, but it gave me much higher. Josh was pretty low. I was
2: pretty low on them. Yeah, but yeah, no,
1: I was lower. I was lower. I think Bren was disastrously low. It
2: was in I, the was desa- I
1: was at disaster levels of this team. <laughs> I was like blow it up levels. But I, I actually, I felt like there was some potential to this team. Um, Pelican maybe skewed my my vision for this team, like where my expectations were, where they should be set. But I, uh, I think, I definitely don't. Previously, I thought they were going to be at the bottom. You know, with with some of the worst teams in their region. But th- this looks like a team that with time absolutely could compete with the middle of the pack.
2: I, I think they will compete with the middle of the pack. I mean, yeah. the- I thought they would be at the bottom of the middle of the pack, you know, just underneath Valiant, Houston, Florida, Toronto, those kind of teams. But I don't know, man. I think it might just be this meta because this meta yeah, is so man. so easy for DPS players to have a large impact on the game because it's not shields everywhere. Everyone was playing basically the, the ball Sigma kind of compositions where the, it's minimal shielding. Your echo can pop off when he's playing the Hanzo. He can pop off that kind of stuff. I, Edison and Pelican were having an enormous impact
4: in these I'm games. The podcast, on an Jack. Level. What the
1: fuck you want? Come here.
4: <laughs> Come God here. on, almighty.
1: What Get do you want, in. Jack?
4: You give, thought I was in my room? Paddling.
1: What are you trying to show me? He's embarrassed. He doesn't want to show me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it might just be this meta though, where the Atlanta rain looked extremely good because Pelican was popping the fuck off. I, I I'm I'm reluctant to say my faith in Atlanta has gone up, but I feel even better about Pelican than I did. Like I knew Pelican would be good, but I wasn't really convinced that he would be. The best rookie that came into next year, or anything. Now I feel like he's probably going to be in the running.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we we were saying it when we were commentating some of their games. Next topic, we've got to move this along, guys. By the way, I don't know if you've realized, but it's uh, approaching midnight. So uh, it's your job. It is my job. You're <laughs> correct. Yeah, collegiate player Juby. 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 Let's go, with Juby. Juby. He's got. He's gone to the uh, the Houston Outlaws. Now, when we say collegiate player. Uh, th- this is a guy who had the potential to play, and I think he did play in tier two, right? Yeah, he did. Yes. He played for second wind right. a bunch. Um, absolutely more than capable of playing contenders. Just happens to play in a collegiate, essentially, is the way this is working out. So, collegiate players, the, the clickbait title. But in terms of a raw pickup, I think Houston is at that stage in terms of where they're building their roster, where they are essentially seeking out high risk high reward players is what I would say mm. is they're in that kind of process where a lot of the, a lot of the good solid foundation pieces that are probably going to be charging premium are gone. They have gone to other teams, but uh, now it's the time to be building up uh, maybe some of these rookie players that will be coming up. So uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what to think of this team because again, I'm in the same boat as you guys. Not really sure where to place a lot of the contender talent coming into the season yet, but um. I do have faith in Houston Outlaws as an org, and I think that this year is out the Outlaws' year. Maybe Ooh. not to win it all, uh, but to do better than they have previously.
0: Okay, ah. yeah, okay, you got me there with yeah. better than what they've done in the past. Uh, I think this is cool just to uh, highlight. Like, I think uh, you know it, it happens in uh, well, it, it doesn't happen, but they're kind of like pushing for more. I know in like League of Legends is like for teams to recruit out of like the college ranks. Uh, so I think it's kind of cool to see that you can go, whether it's from tier two or take a, a little bit of a different route to get and get scouted at uh, the professional level where uh, I've casted some college events for overwatch, uh, uh, been to the one in Harrisburg. It's like a huge one, uh, yeah. obviously not this year with COVID, but uh, always a ton of teams, always a ton of players. So there's a, a ton of talent who is uh, trying to go that route uh, to make it to overwatch league.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. i um i i think when i look at the outlaws roster they have a lot of bets that need to pay off for them to be a, a, sure. a good team like they they have like a they have a pretty high risk uh, medium to high reward kind of roster here where you've picked up a, a tank line that um looks promising but you're not 100 sure that they're going to be able to compete at the top level across all metas um, you have Crimzo in the back line who looks, again, pretty promising, but he was on a team that kind of fell to pieces and you're hoping you can get more out of him than you saw in Dallas. Mm. You have Juby uh, alongside Crimzo. Uh, so again, there's another player that you're taking a bit of a risk on. And then you have a, you know, the Dante Dude. hydration happy DPS line. I, I do feel fairly confident in that you're going to get consistent performances from them, but you're, you're definitely taking risks with your tank and support line here. And if a couple of them don't pay off, it could... Kind of tanked the, the season, even though the ideas were good. Do they still have Boink for sure? No, a, no so no, I was, this was a, what okay. I was
4: waiting for. <laughs> I went to Liquipedia because I thought they did. And then it says in former players, Boink, um, leave date, 20th of 11. Uh, 11, 11. <laughs> 20th of November. 20th of November. <laughs> um, and then I clicked on the source because I was like, I haven't seen this tweet or anything. And it says on the source... Inside source, yeah, because someone told the liquid gained this information from a trusted inside source.
2: Yeah, the, the outlaw. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, Boink is not on the team, <laughs> but he he. I don't think he has been for a
4: while. He was just signed to a contract Flat for this year. Exclusive sideshow <laughs> announces. No, it's already on Wikipedia. <laughs> no on the Houston Outlaws, <laughs> it's already on Wikipedia, man. No. <laughs> You can't, <laughs> you can't paint that That's as if I'm just good. fucking... Kurt, roll the tapes. I
2: like no. that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I
1: think we fucking... Yeah, let's run with that as a clickbait title. I like that.
0: Oh, That's <laughs> special cool announcement. Fucking it's idiot. really funny. <laughs> That's Nobody knew the fate of Boink except for us. <laughs> I genuinely thought
4: he still was on the team.
0: I, 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 think didn't really talk, I think we looked at the roster if, like last week or
2: the week before and we were saying he was still on the team because
0: he was right. still on the yeah,
4: like, listed.
2: But I mean, there was no way he was actually going to be played because he hadn't played a game since like March 20. Mm-hmm. Why not? I no. sure, Joby is
4: 17. Up. Joby turns of age in oh, April. Come on. I so mean, it's like but, maybe if Boink plays a few games. No,
2: it ain't. It's, it, no, it's. Yeah. I anyway, just, it, it doesn't it, it make it's sense. The boink party.
1: No, it's Toronto not. Defiant. Poor boink. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? That tickled your That, tickled you <laughs> that <party>. little transition. <laughs> excited, excited. Yeah, that was a clean transition, right? Yeah. Toronto Defiant. Great
0: transitions are just like, let's talk about Toronto Defiant. As you, he'd looked at his phone to figure
1: out where we're going. Yeah, it's my runner show on here, baby. Nice. 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 nice.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? i <laughs> are coming from T1. I'll tell you that for free. There you go. Flat chat exclusive.
4: Flat exclusive. Run with it.
1: Go on, boys. Yeah. What, what we got?
2: He's really, really sick. I mean, this guy has been pounding in contenders for... I was going to say. I mean, it feels like years at this point. Is it years? Yeah. I, he has been tearing it's the been. world up. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, and he's only just turned... Well, he hasn't even turned 18. He turns 18 January 20th. But, I mean, how many years has this guy actually just been pounding? Yeah, since 2018. I mean, he has a semi finals appearance in contenders season one of Korea. <laughs> When he was playing for Metabellum, and then he moves yeah. over to mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Fusion, and then T1 because they traded him over in like a swap with Who Are You or something at the time. But he's he's a fucking sick player. And this guy is a beast. Okay, on that
4: line, on that line of thought, uh-huh. what the hell does Beast do on this roster with logics <laughs> with five Koreans? Hangs out, bro. Because now this signing makes me infinitely. More confident with the Toronto Defiant. Like, I actually love yeah. what they got going on yeah. because they have Sado, yes. Michelle, Hisu, Nice, Aztec, and Anson J. Obviously, I haven't seen that much of Aztec and Anson J, That's why I said the thing about, you know, scouting Korean contenders on my stream at some point. They Imagine- will do it. But Nice on this team. I mean, oh, bro, yeah. like, they got some good shit going here, KDG. Yeah, um, I'm I'm i I'm I'm holding my Kder G stocks.
1: Imagine if Janu went to Toronto. They have Michelle. Yeah, but But Janu Jana would be better. Janu would be better. Yeah. 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 I tell you what you do if you're beast and logics. If the team does end up playing an APAC, you just fuck it you just go for the ride. You know what I mean? They they're not playing an APAC, at least as far as I'm aware. I did a yeah, content I mean, piece
2: with Logic's cool. like a couple of days ago, and he's at the Toronto house, and he said the other guys were joining him at some. Yeah, point. Yeah, visas so. take
1: a while, Josh.
2: Yeah, but I would be surprised if they were going to the Toronto house in there, like to pick up Logic's, put him in a suitcase, and take him back to Korea. With. Yeah, visas would, take this a while. A
1: reason, you're a, you're a renowned leaker in this society. They know that they you know mean? to be careful around you. Oh
2: right, right. They were just trying to throw right. me off the scent. They're trying to throw you off, a bit of a
1: red heron, just chuck it you, in there. Who, you know.
2: Did you do yeah. the content piece for like Toronto or like? No, for the Overwatch League, it'll come out at oh. some point on the Overwatch League channel. So go and subscribe and like and you know other stuff to them too. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I didn't ask him too much actually about what their plans are for integrating with the rest of the with the rest of Toronto. Um, but I think. I, I think, I think specializing makes Why, hello? Why are you showing this on stream? Why are you specializing it? makes the most sense for Beast and Logics. Like, if Beast can just really nail down, I don't know, ball or something, and that's that's yeah. his niche role on the team, and then Logics is just like hardcore long range hit scan, then maybe they can actually integrate them properly.
1: God, it's just
4: crease.
0: Honestly, if you're <laughs> <laughs> I uh, up in a top I, i'm hat.
4: listening to you matt don't worry yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Matt, yeah if you're
0: uh uh what do you call it if you're a uh, logics and even beast like does it even matter if you play that much you're probably just happy to be on a team that looks like it can I like think it does matter win. yeah
1: because if you're if you're a competitor you still want to be playing you want to be competing yeah, if you've got that competitive drive about you as a player. And s- sitting stagnant on the bench of a team is a one-way ticket to killing your career.
2: Uh, well, I mean, if they weren't on this team, their career would be well,
1: possibly you don't know that. dead
2: this year as well. You don't know that? No, I don't know that. But I think it's it's quite... It, if your options are playing on a team where you can be used in a niche role that actually has a chance of success, and like playing for Vancouver, for example. Well, I think Vancouver's going to kill your career more even if you get
1: playtime. Maybe. Yeah. There's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. We can, we can list them out. We can be here all night, actually. A little hour um, episode on that. While we're talking about Toronto as well, I just wanted Ooh. to shout out Barroy,
2: who's left the oh, organization. Yeah. And I wanted to bring up a tweet from, uh, from Benchmob. Who is a friend of Baroy, but also, I believe, represents him too as, uh, huh. as like his, his agent. And he's, he tweeted saying, Baroy was deadlifting this org, meaning Toronto Defiant, in the offseason like Avala. He ran NA trials by himself, acted in the GM position when Ablis left, provided individual feedback to every single player who trialed in the offseason, and then just got released when the offseason was over. That's fucking yeah.
4: brutal. Yeah, that is, it fucking is brutal. brutal but i look we had this conversation one plagued episode and we don't know for sure so this is obviously speculation not making us ass- like i am making assumptions i guess but like it seemed like there was a change of direction within this org mid throughout the season yes sure yeah. In the off season you mean in the off season sorry yeah um, Yeah, yeah and so like if you're Toronto defiant yes he did all that work, um, and that was good for the org. That was what they wanted. But then, you know, just shifted, and yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Is it really that cold of the org? Like, do you... Do you... This, this it, it really happened. sucks. Don't get me wrong, it sucks. Yeah. But, like, Toronto Defiant, we're in a position where they probably changed direction. I'm just assuming that they're, like, going full Korean at this point with what they have currently. Well, uh, um, except
2: they're not full Korean, are they? Because they've got no, Beast they and Logic. Yeah.
4: But, like, I don't see Beast and Logics getting as much playtime as you say. The
1: way, the way it looks in terms of the timeline, I agree with you, Johnny. It looks like at the beginning there was some sort of incentive to build, like, a Western team. There were the rumors that they were building a Western super team. Obviously, that fell through. Um, and there was a change of direction. The KDG yeah. came in, and then suddenly it was just essentially Korean players coming in. Like, it, it definitely reads like there was the orc saying, like, okay, we're not going to go in this direction. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, one thing led to another. But
4: Here's what I'll say before I leave it on that note, Bren. I don't want to leave it on a sour note for my part. Here's what I will say. That is very impressive from Baroy, And I think yeah. other teams should actually, like, look into the work he did this season if that is something they need for themselves. I don't want this tweet to be directed as, like, hey, that was really shit of Toronto Defiant. And let's leave it at that. Instead, let's rephrase the message. Baroy did all his shit for Toronto to Defiant. If you need someone like him, maybe take the time to look into him as a potential GM staff member of the sort, because he had experience yeah, with yeah. this. He did a great job, and he could be a good fit for your team. Yeah, I've, so, I've only yeah.
1: I've only heard good things about Baroy in terms of his work yeah. ethic. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. His work ethic is outrageous. It's, it's, it's from like what I hear, you—it's it's, it's, there's certain people in any organization that you just want in a company, and he would be one of them. I think there's a reason he was on the team for such a long period of time. Oh you yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, he's also like a genius when it comes to statistics
2: and coding stuff as well, mm-hmm. and like actually analyzing data. So you know, he's useful in a variety of different ways. Uh, it would be really unfortunate if he actually exited the scene and couldn't get yeah. I, um, I think some way of like Johnny funding said, I think uh,
0: somebody will recognize kind of what he's done with Toronto uh, and realize that their organization could benefit hugely from having somebody like this. Uh, where I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just be hopeful. People like this get another opportunity, and they they continue to work within the scene, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: To go on to uh, a different note, the Overwatch Winter Wonderland <laughs> goes live today.
4: Heck yeah! What, is yeah. it actually is it today or is it yesterday? It's when this the day this episode, episode is this released airs. Yeah. Yeah! I'm gonna be streaming Overwatch tomorrow, baby. I, I'm going all in. I'm getting all the skins. I'm gonna play Reinhardt with the buff damage. You wanna uh, boost the me? Skull. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna boost you. I'm going to play at my normal level in. Oh. Uh, I'm going to play at my best level, my, my best performance in, in, in potentially your skill level.
1: of, <laughs> Yeah, I, I kinda wanna. Yeah. C- can you pull up the May skin cut?
4: I don't know. If- I
1: love the Zen Ooh. one. Here it is. That's me. <laughs> is this a video? Yeah, it is.
4: Yes, it is a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, wow.
2: I've never seen these skins before. That one is incredible. <laughs> Have you not it's seen any of these No.
1: I haven't seen oh, any the of these skins. Show the Zen phenomenal. one. I haven't seen the Zen one either.
4: It's the Penguin mean, one is amazing. It is the best Saniato skin ever.
3: No, no way. way. It's not with Lego Bastion. It, it, Lego it is Bastion. Just
0: good. This, this Zen skin is fucking. Really?
1: Silly. Yeah,
2: really? yeah. Really? Okay, all right. You gotta show me this. Um, you've hyped it up so much. I just saw it was called like the Toy Zenyatta or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What That's is this? That's normal Zenyatta <gasps> Wait. Oh
1: my god. I-
4: <laughs> That's, That's incredible. Fucking awesome. <laughs> it
1: wow. is a cool skin, actually. Yeah. The more I look at it, I was a bit underwhelmed at first because you hyped it up too much. But it is a cool skin. What is? What is the? What are the balls? Puzzles.
2: Oh, is, oh, they're like kind of Rubik's Cube. Are they kind yeah, of like Rubik's things. Cube yeah. puzzles? Ah, that's, that's kind of cool. I didn't really get what they were at the beginning. His face is amazing, though. I mean, it's the face yeah, yeah. that does it. Mm-hmm. His little smiley face. Look at him. He's so content. God, Isn't there a... You'd,
4: um,
1: you'd feel what? like a boss
2: just killing people while looking I mean, that dumb. Not
1: a boss. I mean, I think you'd feel tranquil. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, It's a peaceful yeah. face.
4: Um, isn't then? there uh, a, a video game character like from the nineties that kind of look like this? Like it's a it's a blue robot that like shoots like orbs of. Uh... Mega Man. Is it Mega Man? Yeah, it reminds me oh. Mega Man a bit. But it's not a little Mega bit. Man's His face, like a... Doesn't like His face doesn't look like that.
1: The face
2: doesn't
4: look like that though, does it? Oh, it's the fucking robot. <laughs> but yes.
2: <laughs> Mega Man isn't a robot though. He's a man in a suit, isn't he? I think. Yeah, he's but part he's robot. Blue... Since
4: Me-
1: Mega Man so, yes. is like part oh, no. robot, part boy. <laughs> part man? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> His name is Mega Man.
1: <laughs> okay, well, part man, part robot. I don't know. He's wearing underpants. He's I keep, that, I'm confusing him with oh, That's Astro an old, oh, that's an old image of Mega Man. Get, get, a, get like the new Mega Man. Yeah, what's the new Mega Man look like, Kurt? I don't think he looks that much like Toy Zenyatta. I mean, what? I can see the color scheme. Well,
4: You mean blue? Yeah, it's blue. <laughs> That's it's the same it. shade That's as blue. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toys and yeah, looks like Sonic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, there you go.
2: Yeah, that's
4: new yeah, Mega Man. Bro,
2: that is not half robot. He is a <laughs> small boy robot. wearing underpants over the top of his clothes. No, he's and half he's robot. Just robot,
0: dude. His arms, his arm is a cannon. Yeah,
2: okay. Half he robot. might have he might have robot arms and legs, but his torso is definitely squishy and human.
0: I I was obsessed with Mega Man as a kid. He had this like red uh little dog who like was a robo dog that used to go around with him, and they used to just fuck shit up. They were
1: awesome.
4: I, I, What's it called? Hugo.
0: No, I think he sure <laughs> <his name>. <laughs> yeah, sure. was called RoboDog. Dog. What? Why were you obsessed with
1: Why are you obsessed with Mega Mega Man?
0: Because these games are awesome.
1: Oh, okay. That is Mega a Man weird. Games are awesome. Thing that I didn't expect to come out of your mouth. What? Yeah, I thought you
2: would have just been into like shooters as a kid. Yeah, honestly. I didn't ever think about you playing like no, science. I played a ton of like, No, like, uh, I played I a ton of sports Doom.
0: games and stuff. I didn't really play like. uh Oh, I, I was what? gonna say I didn't play shooters for a bit, but like I played like Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, and like Return to Castle Wolfenstein, like those. Oh,
4: like, Medal of Honor!
0: Way back, yeah. Medal of Honor is awesome.
2: <laughs> the uh, speedruns so I... for these games are really good, by the way. The speedrun for these games are. Oh, I've been watching a lot of speedruns
1: recently. Yeah, I've been watching. Uh, speedrun content is elite. Oh look, on. there
3: was a little dog.
1: Oh, it's a yeah. dog. Oh yeah. And, uh, you had different a
0: like. Uh, you had like different like
2: gun attachments and stuff. It was like
0: super sick.
1: Oh, dude, he's blowing these places
2: up. God, he's mm. owning. Ooh. This has got to be a speed run, right? This guy's
3: pounding. Yeah, this,
2: oh, is, a this speed is my run? gameplay. Yeah,
3: this a speed is run. Matt's
2: gameplay
1: from when he was young. <laughs>
0: when I was like six.
1: This is actually a speed run. <laughs>
2: hmm? Look at, how could it not be a speed run? He's Did completing the fast level the in the fastest time possible. Like, C.
1: Oh yeah, I guess. Oh my god, look at him go. Oh, oh, the side oh, hops. Ooh, oh, long hop. Ooh, ooh, oh, 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 Oh. Oh. Oh.
4: Nice. If this person did this at an arcade bar, they'd be so cool. That would be so player. popular. Good clear.
1: We got to right, watch, right, watch Let's wait. watch him kill the boss. Alright, yeah, this is the boss fight. This is an important if, uh, sk- important skip coming up here.
2: If the blue one is Zenyatta, who is the who is his opponent here? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, the red one. It's,
0: it's God, very, uh, I
2: can't.
0: it's very like Mario S. Yeah,
1: where, yeah, yeah. that's pretty kind cool. Of. Do you know what's cooler Adele? What runs Player of the Week? Presented by T-Mobile. Oh, rode it, rode it, it. Whoa. Uh is it not playing? Not playing the audio. Uh who knows if you guys heard that? I, we I never know. do. You, you never did. Well, I know you don't, You guys don't, but I didn't hear it either. So, well, who knows? If you guys know.
4: think you know what he said, put a comment down below. It's played before.
1: It's played before. <laughs> it's played before. Uh, so, the, I, I recognize it from the mouth movements. It's when I went, boo, boop, whoop Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, hmm. I recognize it
1: from the mouth movements. My player of the week this week, presented by T Mobile, is going to go to none other than Avala on the Pass Eternal but the hard work that she has put into forming the Paris Eternal roster uh, over the course of this off-season. By herself, a monumentous task, something that normally there are teams of people to do, yet Avala has uh, honestly come up with a very respectable team, presumably against all the odds. Um, So my player of the week goes to Avala this week. Yeah.
2: All right. Nice. Well-deserved. Well-deserved.
1: Yeah.
0: This is uh, the... Usually we always disagree, but I think this one's very hard to disagree
2: with. This mm-hmm. is a good one.
1: Yeah. You shouldn't be yeah. disagreeing job, with any friend. of my choices. It's my award.
2: Avala we, we also do. got promoted to the GM position as well, right? Oh, really? Yeah, officially. Did I, did I, think, I just yeah. make
4: that up? No, I think officially she did, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think she was, yeah, she awesome. was
2: team manager and now she's general manager, so presumably that is a, uh, a pretty decent promotion that she got going on there. Yeah. So, yeah, things are... Everything's
1: coming up Avala. I think I would not be capable of running a team like that. We know that. <laughs> you, you don't you need to say that. I mean, we, there's I'm just nobody... Trying to, I'm trying to give people the context, because some people don't understand how good it is, like how impressive it is. But if they has know anyone that... ever
0: said to you, you would be good at running a team? People look up to me, Matt. Yeah, because you're tall. Okay, but, but, but has anybody ever said to you, even the people that look up to you, you would be good at running a team?
1: Yeah, a couple, actually. <laughs> Who? I've oh. spoken to uh, Jake. There is Jake. no way. Jake was like, if, yeah, you'd be really Jake good. Camera,
0: there is not a chance that Jake would vouch for
1: you to yeah, lead an was, organization. Jake was like, yeah, Brent, I think you'd be really good. as like You'd be like that guy that what? gives people pats on the back and bananas.
4: <laughs> that's not that's, not <laughs> pats be, on the that's back. Not
1: lead a team. I could lead a that, team. That's the water boy. No, I could lead a team. He's essentially He's saying, cool. oh, yeah, Brent, you'd be good to have
2: around." <laughs> I could lead for the positive team. morale, like a mascot. You could cheerlead and throw bananas at people. I
1: could be a hit scan coach.
2: A hit scan wow. coach. <laughs> I mean, that is even more specific than just like running the logistics. You're saying you could coach the hits. Okay, so why would better. a hit
0: scan player in Overwatch League listen to you, a player we have seen lose to multiple hit scan players? Yep. Uh, without even getting a kill.
1: I don't remember. That only happening. one. Only but one. You were in, in gold. I don't remember that happening.
2: You don't remember being in gold. No. That was. De- I mean, that is a fact. We can look that up. I don't it's indisputable.
0: We I don't we have seen you do it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know who I thought you were going to give Bren's Player of the Week to this week? I thought you were going to give it to Stryker. So that I actually really oh. why. I- I don't know whether you've seen this, Brent, because you are just the wokest human. Who's I am very decided. woke these days. I don't you've look decided. at.
1: I, I don't look at social media. I don't know if I've told you guys. Yeah. I don't look at Twitter you, anymore. You see it
2: every episode. Yeah, you've never told us that before. Yeah, I hard. admire you, okay. Brent. Uh huh. Striker used striker at the end of his MVP when he won MVP. He huh? said in the interview afterwards that he, he was going to use the money to buy his dad a car. Uh huh. And he recently just tweeted with the car that he oh. bought for his dad using his MVP money. Nice. Um, That's actually, lovely. he didn't tweet it. Sorry, the, the SF Shock tweeted this. But, yeah, it's uh, just a wonderful little wholesome story of a, a boy helping out his family, providing a, a family car for them with the MVP Skrilla. That's lovely. That's awesome. Wow. Which is pretty sick, really, isn't it? The next day yeah. it,
1: it showed a car. What As of right now, wow. don't have anything planned with my money. Just want to buy a car, lovely. and there it is. Bought the car. That is that is absolutely lovely. Me and Striker got something in yeah. common. A little humble brag. And what'd you do? Buy a car. A little humble brag, you know.
4: <laughs> Wait, what? did you buy a
1: car? Sorry, what do you have in common? Yeah, what so do you guys have in common? Bought, bought a car. For my mum didn't I? Did you? did you? Yeah, yeah. When? <laughs> Recently, like, like, literally yesterday. Wait, what? Wait
4: why? did you did? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Huh? yeah. I just did tweet. <laughs> Wait, what? I just didn't tweet it for clout right or even. I didn't like, put oh, it on I social, I social media because it's a little what? bit A little weird, How, you know? Why why'd you do that? I mean it wasn't it wasn't a brand new car, but my right. she needed a car, so I just yeah. Oh, That's lovely,
4: That's good. That's awesome, Bren. Yeah. You deserve Bren's Player of know, the no, Week as well. I I get yeah, no, no, oh, no, 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 embarrassed.
1: Shut the stream off, girl. I get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What a oh, little oh. gesture. I don't like it. It's very uh, sweet.
3: Oh, very nice. <laughs> Where is he going? He's just embarrassed about all the attention, and he's left.
4: Yeah. Anyway, well, everyone. Bren doesn't take praise very well. Make, sure to, so like yeah, make yeah. sure to like and if subscribe. Yeah, make sure to like and subscribe. If you like Brent, like the video.
2: If you can guess the number plate of Bren's car that he bought for his mom, we'll pin your comment. We'll give you the car.
4: No, oh, we yeah, were we were going
3: to pin a comment from a few episodes ago about something, remember? I did. I what went else? and I oh, did, you did? Well, let's, Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah of course let's I it. Let's see I did it real quick. Which, which was it?
2: Uh, it, was the, it was, I think it was last week's episode where they had to, <gasps> I've just realized Jonathan shaved.
4: I didn't yeah, even I did. realize. It's gone.
2: We had to name Jonathan's moustache.
4: Do you know what triggered uh, it? What? Uh, (laughs) I was playing Classic WoW in raiding yesterday and (laughs) it just so happened that my girlfriend had friends over and I felt like I was stuck in my mom's basement again, just playing (laughs) Classic WoW. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? And I had like a realization where I was like, wow, I need to grow up. I need to become a man (laughs) and actually do something with myself. And so I shaved my mustache because I wanted to stop being a little fool. What? That's hilarious. That is so So, funny. uh, How symbolic. Yep, we're back. We're back, baby.
2: They named your mustache Julian. Johnny's upper lip is awesome now. It's an acronym.
4: (laughs) 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 That is so stupid. I hope it's still great, Matthew McCloskey. Yeah, it's not awesome. That's a good one.
2: Your yeah. upper lip is no longer awesome. It's bald. Yeah, you know, it's is good Juleban. to like, it's good to have a
4: fallback. You know, if things go to shit with me, I can always fall back to having a mustache and that being my brand. True.
0: Mm, True. I mean that's uh plan B. Yeah, that's a good plan B.
1: Still going on. Oh look. <laughs> yeah, you it's missed the, it's it. The, it's, the, it's the cute little boy you
3: bought a gift on mom. That's so sweet. Yeah, whoa.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're an awesome son, Bren. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I, I'm happy i happy to call right, you, I, my I, son.
4: Yeah, if I was there, I'd tuck your little cheeks like the good boy you <laughs> are. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's on fanfic shit. Never mind. <laughs> are, <laughs>
3: we, are we done with this episode? Yeah, I feel I like we're done with over, this episode. Right? You guys think the audio no. was like on or off when the, the TV turned off? For
1: the, oh, for I the hope recording? it was on. Is it over? You think oh. it was
3: on? No, it, I didn't end it yet. <laughs>
1: it's <still> not ended yet? <laughs> <laughs>
4: More fanfic next week. Tune in. Goodbye. Bye. <sighs> bye. Right.
3: Thanks for helping bye. the algorithm for listening to, for the past three minutes, whoever's still here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bye. We should have not ended.